my watch list. John Wick 3? On my watch It's all list. yours, man. Uh, I don't want to talk about all of these, so I'll... Let me... Just pick one, bro. I'll choose... Can I choose two, please? Fine. I got to choose two. Um, no, you can choose one honorable, and then you can say the shitty one. As yeah, uh, you can do the Shaw. The Hobbs and Shaw is just an in. Oh, my goodness. You got to pick so one more, though. There's so many good ones, though. That's, that's uh, nobody's what? What are your guys' honorable mentions? I saw, I, I, I saw Little Women, but I don't know if when that came out. That came out, yeah, that came out December. Oh yeah, I saw Perfect. that. That was that was all right. That's that's pretty all right for a period piece. Yeah, I've heard that's really good. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, all the, I will say that uh, my roommate, well, one of my roommates, uh, she saw the original one with Anne Hathaway. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, uh, what's her face? Uh, the the girl who stole shoplifted. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know exactly. Winona Winona Stranger Winona Things. Winona, Winona Ryder. Yep. Yeah, she says that one's better. She likes really? that, but I thought okay. the, I thought, but I watched that one too with her after, and I thought the other one was better. Okay, the new one. I will mention 1917 since it almost made my list. But really if you guys it, haven't seen the, those I other the, three, the, they're really the good. Cinema on that is is fantastic. Irishman and Marriage Story are both really good. Uh, the Irishman's good. I, I saw parts of it. I didn't see the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm way loud. And John Wick Three is incredible. Like, because I'm also talking quietly right now, so bring me quite a bit down just in case I get excited. Oh. You mean really easily you get excited? excited? No. Really easily in case excited, uh, I get excited. Oh. No, because I was because I was looking over and then I seem low too. Oh, yeah. Sharon. Right. Talk, talking, talking, talking. Oh, old fashioned. Talking, talking, talking. Oh, oh. oh it's a good I'm talking. That's a little better. Yeah. Yeah, because last oh last God. episode yeah. when okay. when like if you, you guys see that dog? if you guys see that go to the red, just let me know because I won't see it. Okie doke, yay! Yeah, it's not good. Red for yeah, me. that's good because last last episode it was going up a lot. It, we were peaking in red like oh, wow. a lot, <laughs> and I'm I was looking o- it's and exciting. Well, and I was I was yeah. telling Josh I was like I think it's also just because we got this little buzz going right now. Um, it's the box. The headphone box? Yeah. Yeah. Is the cable that's connected not good? Yeah. No, there. It's a bunch of things with. The, uh, okay. That, that that is the breakdown of shit. Yeah. Uh, well, what does a board cost you guys? If you guys if you guys keep doing, I know Josh. Um, it would be like a couple hundred. The death of the, right? the, death of the show. A couple hundred. No, it's not gonna be the death joking, of the show. I'm joking. <laughs> so I'll be here till. Just trying yeah. to make you feel guilty. Um, it's a couple hundred bucks for one like that. Yeah. It would it even be worth it though, honestly? If if I were you guys and I was gonna spend the money, I would just buy an interface so you can mix them all separately. Because right now you have to mix everything through the one box, yeah. so you don't get any control once it's all done being recorded. Yeah. The only thing is that it makes editing a little bit longer because you yeah, gotta sync yeah. it up. And well, if you Josh and I already like don't do editing yeah. on at a yeah, timely manner as yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I. It's so if you put them all like I don't think GarageBand can handle for uh, input recording, but if no. you got Logic for two hundred bucks and did this, you can do four input recording at once, mm-hmm. and then you just it would all be already. Well, I have Logic so. on this computer. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like I said it's more like hey you get it's a Patreon a and you get stuff. It's not not worth it I think, but yeah. So when are we going to talk about the impeachment trials? Let's that, do that. That's is my that favorite coming up thing at all. Um, talking about politics. I haven't had a chance to watch oh, or gosh. read. I've been too. I did watch a bunch of the coronavirus stuff. All the stuff they've been smuggling the out of China. Corona beer virus, right? Yeah, is that, that's so funny. How I sent a picture <laughs> of me drinking a Corona to Ali. I'm like, babe, I got the did coronavirus. You see the, did you see the video of the woman eating the bat soup? No. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole bat. They gut the bat and then fry it in a pan and then shove it in the soup. And this, there's this woman, she's like eating it. It's so That's gross. fucking weird. So, so what? Gross. 
And then there's from a, from what I understand, like this is. Did you did you did I send you the thing the article the about the real, so real life Resident Evil? It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't created from that, but that is disgusting. Yeah, they used to sell bat when I was like walking around the night markets, but you, I don't. I never want to eat it. Well, it's it's they have a bunch of diseases that can transfer to humans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. China has a but problem you know, with eating everything. I know. It's, you know what goes great? Did you with watch the that video I sent you? No, where the where the nurse is like disease. she's like crying because there's <laughs> nice. like there's over a hundred thousand people <laughs> infected and they're they're having to work quad shifts and they're like the doctors are passing out and hurting themselves because they they're exhausted. So the bad. the guy who was originally who was like researching the first case that popped up over there he died because he con- he contracted it. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're here in the U.S., you're all right because you can usually get pretty awesome medical care here. I also just, yeah. if you look at the amount of people die from the flu every year, and then you look at the amount of people, that this is a rapid death thing, but it's like, it's still going to have a lot of deaths before it gets to really like flu levels of like, hey, we need to worry. Yeah, the problem is that they're all contain- contained in one city, and they don't have great medical treatment in that city. Some pockets. Yeah, but like, once you get into outside of those cities, like they medicine's okay in China in the bigger, bigger cities. Like that's yep. a big one, but not the yeah. biggest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's the weird thing everybody's afraid of. It's like it, nobody's afraid of the flu, and thousands of people die it, every year it's pneumonia. from the flu. They give, yeah. It gives you pneumonia, yeah. really bad pneumonia. The, you look at like the 130 people that died. But, most of them are old people or kids, or they like, just, or they just, well, let it, or they just let it we, go. We can like there is a you can get better from pneumonia here. Like we have medicines that help yeah. you with yes. that. So it's. All right, guys, before we okay. roll this out, I'm going to... You can do pre-show stuff. I'm going to bring the dogs in so I don't have to deal with that. So you can kiss them? Can you still hear me? We, so you can kiss them during the show? I still got you. All right. Open tongue kissing. Hey, you, you got to talk about him? Kakarot, even though you're not going to talk about it on this. I want to know how it is. Oh, yeah. So I actually like, like it a little bit more than last time I talked Oh, okay. About it. Wait, you never talked to me about it, though. Oh, oh he mentioned to me... Jedi Fallen Order is good. Mm. It's really good, man. It was great. I told I told you guys. And 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 it's lore too. Oh, screw Disney. <laughs> yeah, it's canon. Yeah, it's I hate canon. that. It's official. I it it really is a good game though, man. You dig it? Oh, uh, I'm not. I'm not doubting it's a good game. Did you like game. the new Tomb Raiders? Nah. You didn't I, well, like? I, I don't. Like, I don't have PlayStation. No, no, no. The one that was on. Uh, they were both on Xbox. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay, uh. came out like on Xbox first. Um, yeah, it's like it's never really kind of like an Uncharted. Raider. I know you don't have a PlayStation, so but that's what the Tomb Raider games are like, and this is like that mixed with a tiny bit of Dark Souls. So there's a little bit of like uh, difficult, yeah, challenge. I've been spoiled combat and stuff. I've been spoiled with the Old Republic, so anything not close to that is kind of an inferior game. Oh, did you hear that they might remake Knights of the Old Republic? Mm-hmm. And but I, 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 no, That'd I just cool. want. I would like a new game, please, not uh, not a rehash. I since I never finished either of those, I'd oh, be really? stoked to play I finished, them. I finished each like five times. Yeah, I've heard they're good. I I liked the one on Xbox, the first one that came out, mm-hmm. and I just never got to the end of it because it was difficult when we were younger. Oh yeah, it was. And then they're good, but they just don't look nice anymore, so no. it's been hard to go back. Oh, of course, yeah, the, the um, graphics yeah, they are didn't terrible. Age well. Yeah, they. That's the one terrible. thing you could terrible. say about like as much as I enjoy the realistic looks right now, cell shading tends to age better. Like Wind Waker still looks great, you know, and that game came out 2003 or whatever, 2004. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things where it's like Twilight Princess like already doesn't look very good, and that one came out like three years after. Mm. But yeah, I, I'm actually I was surprised at how many movies I watched this year. I was like looking at like the list of like best ones. The only ones I didn't end up watching was like um, I didn't watch Little Women, and I didn't watch. 
It's because well, like, I wasn't because pl- you like larking. I, I wasn't pla- yeah, like large. I wasn't planning <laughs> on it, but um, my lady and her sister yeah. wanted to go see it, and I had movie passes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I I've heard it was good. I wanted to watch it. We just I was surprised. I thought I, was like, I didn't oh. watch the lighthouse. I've heard that. I, I heard that was good. I did not watch Ford and Ferrari, which I wanted to watch. That was so good. I did not watch Ad Astra, which I heard wasn't good. But I, I did heard want to watch I heard it. it was like um, they tried to rip off. Uh, was that draw? They tried to do that weird where it's like a bunch of cl- it's it's the thing it's the, the director. Yeah, I did not watch the Last Black Man in San Francisco, but I probably watched that. It's on no, Amazon. No. I did not watch. I'm trying to see which ones of these are actually good. I didn't watch a lot of movies. Do you know what I hate? Walking behind people in folding chairs because it's like it doesn't block your crotch. So if you were to slide mm-hmm. over, you rub your junk against their back. And they fold it on your <laughs> So I'm glad Brett was Is that was what that forward. was just now? Yeah. Yeah. It That's why I didn't scoot a, in. It wasn't a flashlight. Oh, I thought it was like your pinky finger. Oh! Thought, yeah, because you carry a flashlight in your... Front of your pants yeah, at, all, all at, at all times. It's not my gun. It's strictly for prosthetic. It's, it's strictly for prosthetic gun purposes. Gun into my hip. <laughs> nice. Um, Kakarot. I am about. Uh, I'm still in the first saga, so it goes okay. through the entire series. Four sagas or how many? No, there's the Saiyan saga, Frieza, uh, Android, Cell, and Boo. Uh, Boo. Boo. No, the the Saiyaman saga, the at one where Goku dies. Most people only listed like four. And there's or five, Boo, so, so there's th- there's six. Well, I'm I'm counting like the DVD how the VHS tapes did it when I was a kid. Or was that Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Um. Oh, I guess the Saiyan. I don't know. It's really hard to figure this out. List of sagas. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Okay. What Anyways, like? so. It I I so the the remember Robotech on Xbox, uh, y- y- kind of. So I loved that game and the fact that you could transform into a, a jet and fly around. <laughs> so in this one, what I like about it is that you can fly around and do things, but it gets old really fast. Uh, okay. And so there and there's not enough side quests to really sustain you. To to justify leveling up, so you have to go look for people to fight constantly. Yeah, it also oh, Pokemon. S- it also seemed like it was well. I, honestly, we're gonna have so much to talk about today. Probably, yeah, yeah. probably just get on with the show. Off. Yeah, um, but I do want to hear about it when we're I, done. I, I am. Extra. I do want to know about this because I probably. Put- Welcome back to Topic Ocalypse, the only podcast on the internet. I am your revered, overviled host, sometimes both, Josh Peterson, joined here by Jesus and Taco. No. Our resident oh, meme oh, lord, bro. Res- I'm going to have to cut you that. Said Sorry. The punchline. <laughs> our resident meme lord. One day I'm going to have a flawless I intro. I thought we had this recorded. No, no, we don't have the intro recorded. We have the outro recorded. Yeah, outro we have. Oh, sorry, no, my intro. bad. Get because right. because we ha- sometimes have a rotating cast. Okay, yes. yeah. real quick, um, big dog. When you said Modelo, you surprised the hell out of me. Also, when I picked them up, I was imagining what you would look like as a Filipino. Why is that? Because that's like their <laughs> beer of choice. That's that's Mexicans, Latinos. No, beer no. Of anytime I've been to a, a store the and there's Latinx? been a Filipino person in front of me, they've been buying Modelo. Oh. Uh, I don't know. It's the only Mexican beer that I like. It's, it actually has low gluten uh, count too, like a low gluten content. Yeah, so like plus a lot, a lot of my like coworkers uh, are Hispanic. Hispanic, so yeah. I usually just is there an issue with that? Go I mean, with what they go with. No, I mean, Medell's pretty good. Honestly, I've grown to like it. I've eaten at a Mexican meat market the entire week, so it's is fantastic. It okay? What do you get? Tortas? 
tortas, uh, birria, lengua. Um, hell no. Oh. Uh, yeah, Cowtown. Al, pas- al pastor tacos, chorizo, breakfast burritos. You know. Do they do the al pastor there with uh, pineapple? Yes, sir. Perfect. We but if you want the bombest, you got to go to Benny's Tacos and Chicken Rotisserie by LMU. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna go up to Loyola. Well, no, I'm just saying if you wanted the best one. We went yeah. to uh, last night. We celebrated my mom's birthday by going to El Torito. That is uh, fantastic. And, uh, I went to LA for breakfast yeah. the other morning. One, their their tacos crazy expensive. Where El Torito is like it's Taco Tuesday. Yeah. And two, I was going to the bathroom in there. In the tacos? No, not in the tacos. <laughs> in the bathroom, and this guy. I held the door open for this guy, and he's like, oh, thanks, brother. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go, and I'm like, I, I sit there. I'm peeing in the urinal, and all of a sudden, a vape pen appears right in front of my face while I'm urinating. <laughs> and you smoke out of it, Well, of and he goes like this, and I, I look at him. I have, like, I'm thinking to myself, is this actually happening? Am I hallucinating this right here? And I look over, and it's still there. And I'm like, oh, no thanks, man. So he retracts. He goes, all right, brother, you sure? Nothing like a little uh, chronic to get you through the night. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, man. I'm gonna, I'm heading out here soon. He goes, all right. Well, when you're done, meet me in the uh, in the bar. I'll get you a shot of Patron. It's on me. And hopefully and you was, took uh, him up on that, and you now are <laughs> going, you, weren't, you weren't rude, were you? <laughs> no, well, no. I, I had it was my it was my mom's birthday. I couldn't go hang out in the bar. You couldn't do a With shot. Your best friend who With offered you vape in the bathroom. Best friend, Chronic Johnny, is what we've been calling him. <laughs> Did you like stare at him the whole time when you were there, or like worry he was going to come to your table? No, he was in the bar. I was like, right, I was around the corner, so I don't have to worry about this. Nice. Um. Anyways, we're joined here by our resident meme lord, Brett Cruz. When in doubt, Jesus and tacos. I can. That's a that's a gospel I can support and get behind. Uh, amen. And uh, the world's most casual movie watcher, Big Dog. What's up? What's up? And I am not casual movie watcher. He's a hardcore movie watcher. He we used to argue all the movies. We used to always argue when we we're in at Brethren about who was in what movie and who was always right. Um, I was right a few times. I doubt it. Mm. No, you just uh, you I were kept, just in agreement with him. I, I always got uh, Sam Worthington mixed up with Joel Egerton. Same guy, actually. Yeah. That's a fact. The same guy. They're twins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, joined again here is our uh, our friend Branky Poo from uh, Super BS Games Cast. Hell yeah! I guess mm-hmm. that's it. That was my number no, one. No, no. What, what did you used to say? Who are you? What did you used to say on Super BS? You said "Back from the Dead" and "Breaking Bread" or something like that. I don't that? know. That's there's that's a pretty lot good, of though. catchphrases. That's pretty good. I know. I, I know. did use that as one of my mini catchphrases. Mini catchphrases. He's got quite a few. I like um, just growling into the microphone when people introduce me. Everybody loves that. You can just pull a Geralt. ASMR. Everybody loves. No, him. if you're gonna do Geralt, you gotta go. Fuck. <laughs> Honestly, like that Fuck. was one of the best parts about that show. Uh, Henry I watched Cavill it. nailed that voice. Well, I he's think he's a fan. He, did. he, did. he, he yeah. watched the he read the books and and played the games, so he's a huge fan. I <laughs> he's kind of like a Deadpool or you know Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool. Yeah, you mean how Ryan Reynolds you mean doesn't Ryan, know what a book Ryan is? Ryan Reynolds and <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Right? Yeah, that so, one. Yeah, that one. Your favorite movie of the year? Yeah. It's not my movie favorite of the year. Movie of the year. Speaking of movies of the year. Speaking of movies of the year, um, is there an echo in here? Um, echo in here. <laughs> Are we playing Pitch. the repeater? It's it's time. We've uh we've reached our final best of 2019 episode, and this year we are doing. Hey, here here here's the 2020. Cheers! Yay! Our movies of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> All of the January first movie. Okay, January so 1st third. we're gonna it's do it differently this time. We're gonna go round robin instead of uh, doing the trailers and stuff like that. Just, Boo! Yeah. Anyways, um, did you just open that with that knife? I did. 
He's opened all of them with that knife. Yeah. It's not a knife. And then he crushed the can yeah. on his forehead. I'd be impressed if I could crush it. a bottle on my forehead. <laughs> but it also shrank perfectly <laughs> I, o- I open everything with knives. Beer bottles, envelopes, backpacks, you know, it's all. <laughs> Anything's a bottle opener. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to believe. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's kick things off with our resident meme lord. What's that? What's that? Your number five, man. Let's let's Wait, start. Let's we start don't from the get b- any honorable mentions. Well, the bottom, honorable mentions go at the up. end. That's why they're honorable mentions because they're not in the top five. I think they should be before, but it's up to you guys. False. I thought honorable mentions at the end. Um, all right. Shoot, I didn't exactly put mine in. Uh, what's what's your number five? Tell me that that's well, looking sweet, at it now. What's your gut check reaction? What's your least favorite five. of the five? Least favorite of the five. Um, I would probably have to say uh, number five for me is um, Six Underground, uh, the Netflix movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Um, it's funny the uh, the promos that Ryan Reynolds put out for it. He is like unapologetically like there's product placement in this thing, and it is the most Michael Bay Michael Bay movie. How many Linkin Park songs are in it? <laughs> yeah, the entire album Meteora. Um, <laughs> yeah. How many cameos by Fred D? There, there's, there's cameos. It, it's, you know, it's a Michael Bay movie, but explosions, explosions, loud colored cars. T- tell me about them lens flares. Lens flares, er- like they. Tell me about that dub. They're unapologetic about like the cliches and it's the crank. fact that it's Michael Bay, and they, it's like they're in a skid and they just lean into it. Hundred and fifty percent. It's way over the top. It's ridiculous, but it's fun. Does it, the post credits scene have Optimus Prime in it by chance? No, no Optimus no. Prime. But oh. it was funny did, did that Ryan, so Ryan Reynolds has like the aviation gin, yes. and there's a scene where he's at a bar and he orders gin, and it's his gin, and it and it's oh. like right right smack in the, in the dab frame. in the frame and then he looks at the camera yeah and he kind of it, it's like an obvious nod to like himself and there was a a post that he put up of um like him with like a background of like an action scene going and if you look in the movie and you pause it at a certain frame you can see that picture that he took and you see a guy standing against the wall and you're like someone like added him on twitter or something it's like is this that post and he go he goes maybe <laughs> and it's just like oh, like like it, promoting himself promoting himself and then you see in the movie you're like oh that's the promotion that he posted like a couple weeks ago or, or like whatever that he you know took you know, when they were shooting I it. would not be surprised if that was like something he did in all his movies and we just missed it yeah how great was it too that was like a Netflix movie where oh like, it was amazing you could just watch it at home and like I. I didn't know anything about it, and then like I, you know, saw a trailer for it a week before. And I was like, "Wow, that's really, really cool that this is going to be some Michael Bay Netflix film that yeah. I can watch." Just and you're for thinking it, it's structured. You know, he's a, you know, billionaire philanthropist, whatever that has like a, you know, Batman complex who wants to fight all the evil and kill all the evil people in the world, and he hires, you know, ex cons and people that are experts in different fields to go after these people. And it's he he plays like the funny kind of wittiness that he does like in Deadpool and like he he knows well, I don't like think what he's, he's capable good at. of playing anything else besides well, that. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like he 
plays to his he's right. He plays to his strength. himself. He's playing yeah. himself yeah. as Deadpool. He's Whether playing he's himself. a Pikachu or a Deadpool or a guy, he's yeah. always Ryan Reynolds. Okay, yeah. so me and my fellow uh, Huffington Post readers want to know what kind of social agenda boxes does it check? I mean, what are, what's the number of gay people and uh, African Americans? I don't remember anything like very I, socially. No, it, it's not. So it's socially. racist, is what you're saying? It's yeah, ra- it's, it's uh, racist. racist. It's racist. Purely, I can't believe we talk about it. Yeah, no. it but, stars but, a white person. And, and it's I think racist. I think that's why I really liked it because it was it was an action movie that didn't try and put like a social agenda up in front. Yeah. You know there there are like themes and undertones to it, but it's not like some of like a lot of the other recent big action flicks where it's like we're trying to yeah. tell you this message of social and political stuff. Yeah, and yeah. accept it. This is just you know good fun like 80s action movies where it's just action for the sake of being action and it's so you enjoyable. didn't you didn't walk out going man we should impeach donald trump nope okay well, that's good no it, so yeah. it was basically it was a popcorn flick is what you're yeah, saying it yeah it was a popcorn flick are, but it was on netflix so you could yeah. watch it at home yeah those are the best you ones could I, get I your own popcorn you could yeah. get your own popcorn and you can save yeah Forty bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going to the I went to the theaters actually and bought popcorn there, then took it back home. So I paid <laughs> full price for the tickets, and then I got the popcorn. It was worth it. You know? <laughs> nice. uh, all right. So I mean, worth watching. Yeah, worth the time. Yeah, worth we're, the we're two watching. thumbs down on his top five pick. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's it. it's um, it's on Netflix. So if you've got Netflix, you know it's it's a Friday night weekend. You know, two hour ish movie that's yeah. enjoyable. I think that there could be a sequel done. Yeah, they yeah, didn't. I hope they do. They didn't. They left it kind of open ended, but not like a. There's a second one coming. Like yeah. like you see, there's like certain action movies or whatever, and you're like, they're definitely setting it up for a next one. This one, like, it could be a standalone. Yeah, so and it's when good. when does the above ground part come out? Six. I don't know. <laughs> but it's um, funny because there's six of them and they put people underground and they're they're underground. They off they delete themselves from yeah. like radar and technology and oh, everything else. So it's awesome. like if they get pinged on anything, like no one knows who the F they are because yeah. Ryan Reynolds is like a Silicon Valley tech genius who figured out a way to get around all this stuff and so he is able to I'm, I'm interested. Delete it. People, this is kind of off topic but not much it reminded me a lot of triple frontier did you watch that oh my gosh that was a boring movie really i actually liked Triple frontier did you i liked it more than underground i love the the acting in it but i did not like i just it didn't keep my attention it just it felt so so slow i like like guns it had moments of slowness but it reminded me a lot of six underground where it's like hey there's a decent cast like surprisingly for netflix film Mm -hmm. and it's really well made and it was like a blast to watch. It like, was, yeah, there it was, was super moments. low budget. Really? Yeah, yeah. It yeah, other, felt other, other than, like very high budget. Well, no, other than the than the fight scenes, like the action scenes, like everything else was like super. You didn't, you couldn't tell from the way they shot it. It was like super. It felt more like a TV show. I or guess, man. Tri- but there's Triple a, Frontier. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of low budget films coming out nowadays because of just the movie industry. So yeah. I felt like it was. I was like, wow, this is premium content. Oh, no, no, I thought, it, I thought it was great. I just, you, I liked it. It wasn't Michael Bay like, yeah. like yeah. the other one. Do you yeah. know who who's acting I in that movie that I found surprisingly enjoyable? Garrett Hedlund? Garrett Hedlund, yeah. Yep. Like, I haven't yeah. seen him since uh, it, Tron and then Friday Night Lights was the only other I, thing well, I've no, seen him in. Three bro- uh, four Brothers. 
Yeah, oh, brothers. you're right. You're oh, right. And he's in um, a music movie. I don't remember which what which one it is. Anyways, um, Vikings. But, but yeah, I, it just it was not my favorite. Yeah. Okay, well, sorry, I didn't mean to detract, but I just for some odd reason, Six Underground reminded me of that, where it's like, hey, it's a fun movie, you just can watch whenever you'd like, and it's not a lot to invest, but a lot of fun for a couple no, hours. No, yep. and that's the thing. That's the great thing about Netflix, though, is you don't have to like. If you are done watching something, you just shut it off, and you're not like losing money on it, really. Yeah. You don't have to actually walk out of a theater. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like it, you can just press back and there watch are, somewhere else. There were a lot of big, good, investment-worthy movies though, on Netflix this year. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Like They're not going to be in my top five, but they were very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Big Dog, top five, or number five. Let's hear it. Uh, let's see. Number five would have to be... Oh, it's hard. Uh, Doctor Sleep. Okay, so this is the sequel to the sh- to the Shining. Shining. Yeah, and they didn't market it as a sequel. They so, didn't. do you think that that was a, a poor choice I on think their so, part? Because that's why I watched it for the connection. Because I remember watching it as a little kid um, with my grandfather. Yeah, the original with the Jack Nicholson. Number mm-hmm. one kids film of all time. I saw every. <laughs> I saw. I saw every. I saw right every behind Home Alone. I saw every eighties and and before horror movie before I was ten. So but wow, here's here's the thing. You ask you ask anybody about classic it, it, horror, they're no going hor- to put no the Shining in there. Bother me anymore. I can really? watch any horror movie. Yeah, uh, I don't me. sleep well. So oh no, I sleep like a baby. You know, makes if if Jason and Freddy Krueger don't get me, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll get you in your dreams. Well, Freddy Krueger yeah. will, but he hasn't gotten there so far. So, t- I mean, tell me about the story here. So he has psychic powers. Okay, right? so he finds he it kind of s- the premise is is that there's not there's more people like if say say you're naturally gifted at something yeah like at baseball or a sport or you're an artist or something you that's you have a sh- you have a little bit of shine. Mm-hmm. So you, that that gives you your edge, that gives you your uniqueness, and so people who have more than that, I mean, those are people who don't know that that's what they have, they right. just think they're naturally gifted. But there's others who have more power than that, and that they they are the ones who are aware of it, like you and McGregor's character who played, who is a little kid from the first movie, okay, yes, who he's yeah. playing. Mm. <clears throat> and there's this other group of like evil people who have been around for a long time. They they kill people for their shine so that they can live longer. Mm. Um, and there's this one little girl, um, and she has like she's like you know, she's like you need sunglasses, she, right? Is she's that like she's, she's like the Shining's version of, of, of Siri. So uh, oh, so that's what it is. And then it's just it's 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 that they go back to the hotel. Oh no! no go, go ahead, continue. Oh, turn me up. No, oh. that's what he's going for. Oh god, okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, they just they go back to like the original hotel. They go back to all the scenes. You even yeah, he looks he you know it flashes back to the original movie when he's there about you know Jack Nicholson as his dad and his mom. Mm. And they, he uh, he goes in the same room with the infamous infamous scene where he where Jack Nicholson chops the door, door down. open. Yeah, you know here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. Yeah. You know it's all there. All the ghosts are there. That's you know, cool. Slimer. The he's whole got rest him. Of well, well, <laughs> <laughs> nearly headless. All Nick the ones. That, all the ones that Ewan McGregor's got locked up in his in his in his brain. Yeah. But it was just a real. For me, it was real nostalgic. That's mm-hmm. why I wanted to see it. it so I mean, I I still want to see it. I just haven't it's, had a chance it's, to it's sit down really and watch it. It's really brutal at certain parts. So, yeah. like, there's one part where she's like, they don't show it, but kinda, uh, where she's like gutting up a kid. Oh. And it's a little hard to watch. Mm. Yeah. But the, it does. Uh, have gravitas. Yeah, in the and movie. Big Dog did a really good job at not spoiling it, but just so people know, we're probably going to spoil some of these movies like 
I would imagine some of the endings for the movies we're talking about oh, is, wasn't are pretty important. Yeah, name ending. No, you did a really good job. I mm-hmm. will spoil some oh, stuff. Yeah. I was thinking about that when you were telling the story. I'm like, I don't know anything about this. Do you, do you know what kind of bums me out about like Ian McGregor is that he's an amazing actor, but he gets cast McGregor. in McGregor. I was really, wondering who Ian was. He gets cast in bad parts. But he's really choosy with his roles, though. He's really choosy with his roles, mm-hmm. but I remember a lot of movies that are not even that he's been in that like aren't what? even like worthy of remembrance. Like there's one where he's a writer that I he was in Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down barely. He was a coffee guy. He was guy. one of the he was one of the main guys. Wait, wasn't yeah. Ewan McGregor a writer in Doctor Sleep? Is that the movie you're thinking about? I th- isn't he a writer in this film? No, no. In, no. There's a movie uh, a long time ago when we were in high school that he was in. This was post um, uh, Star Wars. I feel like his career just fell off a cliff after Star Wars, truthfully. Like, yeah, well, why, but he didn't have to work. He did a lot of Broadway. Yeah, yeah. yeah he started doing act, like he theater, theater acting. You know, Hugh Jackman did that stuff though too, and he's you can still like see it. him and stuff. They like that though. Yeah, it's, it's less strenuous on them. Uh, like, um, I don't like know, a, it seems more film, stressful than a filming every schedule, night. like having to be on on set for eight months. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to get too deep into it, but if they're on stage, they're on like stage every night or five nights a week How for multiple months. How often does the main cast really tour on a tour? Uh, they, they don't use, tour, they use, but they'll stay the, on. They use the hold on, hold on, Broadway. big dog talk. Yeah, still talking. Okay, I just barely registering sure. over there. But yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of quiet. That's why I said turn the pro. Barely it, registering. But, but yeah, it's. I I want to see Doctor Sleep, but I'm a real big chicken. I did see It Chapter Two, which was good, but you won't like it. Okay. I saw Doctor Sleep, and I what's your what's your worst scary movie? Okay, hey, flip your mic it. down. Let me see. Yeah, talk. Yeah, so I'm talking right now. Okay. What's what what's your worst scary movie? What's what's the scariest movie for you? I'd say the scariest movie I've seen. Yeah. Probably It It Chapter One. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah, I Wait, don't the watch or the original or the new one. No, the, the, the original one's a joke. Um, the no, it's new. Not, but when we were when we were in high school, it was the shit. It was. It's not scary though. If you look at it now, compared well, to like now, It Chapter yeah. One. Um, I think It Chapter One scarier than It Chapter Two. I don't, I think, don't I didn't like. That, I didn't think. I thought those movies were funny. Yeah. So I like them because they are like more comedic, but I don't. I don't like scary movies. That's what I'm getting at. Like that's oh, okay. the scariest fine. movie I'm willing to see. I okay. Wait, before you move on from it, chapter two, that okay was not as good as it, chapter one. I it wasn't as good, but I still think it was I good. Like it, a lot though. of people complained over. I enjoyed it. My my was perfect. My big yeah. my big bone to pick with that was that they're them justifying suicide by saying is if it's to help other people it's yeah, I okay i, I was I not okay with that, that so i don't know if they were justifying suicide i think they were well, like showing how yeah well it's at the very I beginning know. but it's still they were showing how scared he was you know like he didn't want to go back because he was so afraid of this thing no it Anyways, was the we, it was the end when he said I didn't. I couldn't go back to do it. I hope you understand. So I thought that I'd take myself off the board, like it was justifying yeah, that. Was a, that. that was that was kind of stupid. I, I, know I know that I, it was. I know, but you. Yeah, do, there's a lot I of ways do, to do, look at it. I but do I get agree it that if he didn't do it, they all would have died. Yeah. yeah, but he could have gone back though. But I don't think like uh, whatever. His, his suicide, I think, was right, a story from moment. Suicide, let's go back to the reels. Okay, um, B Wegs, what do you got? Oh, what's, okay. What's your um, number five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My number five is Joker. Um. I don't know if anybody else watched it. It was really, really great. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was, uh, he acted excellently. Um, The film is, it's kind of strange because I can't say I enjoyed it while I watched it. It's a kind of disturbing film and it makes you feel uncomfortable. It's watching somebody with a mental illness the entire time. There were parts of it that it was, it was, I was just there. Yeah, I um, I felt it was uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable. Yeah, like, like when they were like making fun of him or being mean to him, I was like, ah. yes, that stuff. When he's talking like on the show in his dreams about how he's 
friends with his mom, when he meets the girl in real life that oh, he yeah. there's he a lot of, he has a relationship with. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that movie where it's it's difficult to watch, but that end is so powerful that it's I yeah, I walked out of there thinking like, wow, they made a comic book movie like an art piece. Like mm-hmm. Oscar contender. Yeah. They I mean I obviously we've seen really, really good comic book films. We're gonna talk about one of them this year, but they're rarely like art pieces. They're more yeah, like Shazam. Just, That's what we're yeah, talking about. Shazam. Everybody's uh favorite or Spider Man, Far From Home. Those are all the art piece films. Um The next one's gonna be called Spider Man Just Got Home. Just from what I understand. <laughs> nice. Gotcha. Uh but it's yeah, it's a really affecting film. It's funny to think it's from the guy who did the hangover. Like the yeah. Hangover trilogy, it's like... Yeah. Okay, interesting thing about Todd Phillips is that they interviewed him and they said, hey, are you ever going to return to the comedy genre? And he goes, he goes, no, because the world will not be uh, accepting of a movie like that anymore. He goes, I, I don't want to risk making something and then ruining my career because somebody called, somebody you know goes o- over to my Twitter, Twitter feeds yeah. and tries to destroy my life. He goes, I can't risk doing that to my family, you know? So he's only sticking to dramas now. And it's sad. It is. And look at that, like... Same thing Dave Chappelle faced, right, after yep. his comedy special. That everyone goes after you if you say things that yeah. are quote-unquote un- offensive. And like that's, what, that's why I admire Kevin Smith so much is because he's the only one who has balls enough to, to, to do stuff like that. Yeah. But he also like self-finances a lot of stuff. He gets a lot of yeah. fan oh, yeah. support for of his course. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My, I had a question regarding Joker. I had, I had conflicting um, viewpoints expressed to me about the movie. I haven't seen it yet. Wow. Um, but there are some people that, that are like you, that's like Joaquin Phoenix was really great. It was a really great movie. I really loved it. It's one of my top movies. And I had people that said it felt like they took, like you could have taken Joker out of it and just made a movie about, and a, just guy. Made a, movie about a guy who's doing that. And it would have been a great movie so that, on its own, but it didn't I, have a tie in directly to the DC universe other yeah. than. He's the Joker, you so, know, that kind of stuff. That was, from what I understand, the original intent of it, and then they added Joker to it. However, mm. they do tie him in, and okay. because of how grounded this universe is, like it's, like I said, it, I from what I, I gathered, it was not originally a Joker film. Okay. And they added this maybe 50%, 30%. I don't know what percentage, but they changed it, right? Okay. I would love to see this universe continue, because okay. this Joker is... Probably the set most in the, set in the seventies, the eighties. I I just I, even if they man. bring him like ten years into the future and they keep him as estranged and as he is, like I yeah. I don't know. Okay, it's, so so do you think that this lays groundwork for a renewal of the DC comic universe? Because the critique has been up till this point that the DC movies have been rather lacking yeah. as far as cohesion and just guff outside of a few outliers that people are like, okay, those they were keep, good. They keep saying that they're going to reboot, but they keep adding on to the existing so, universe with Shazam and Aquaman. DC is just a mess. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think just what a mess. DC needs yeah. to do right now is maybe just allow people to do what Todd Phillips did and try things. Just and do standalone. Don't be Marvel. Yeah, worry be about, DC. Yeah, worry about their connected universe later because right now mm. their best works were when it was like, 
Oh, Christopher Nolan. He did a Batman trilogy. Well, that was so great. They well, just, yeah, but, I, they, but they, they, like, they rushed the, the Justice, Justice League. Justice League was a mistake. Nobody I, had I standalone it, movies until the, well, um, the after. I'm curious. One, the Snyder Cut. I really want to know if that's ever going to come out. But Give us the Snyder Cut. The, uh, the Justice League, I was actually not like terribly upset at that movie. Oh, like I, Batman I vs. Superman was kind of a slog to I get through. I didn't hate either of those. I saw Batman yeah. vs. Superman after the director's cut. I, I thought it was fun, but I, it was... I really liked Man of Steel. Like, I, that was one oh, of the... Oh, so there's Man of where I Ma- draw my line. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Man of Steel was good, but it needed to be split into two movies. I also think Superman is an impossible hero to make... We, we could talk about this all night. But just real quick, in my opinion, like <laughs> he is an impossible hero to make a fun movie out of. That movie, if I could boil it down to pieces for you of the ending, is throw guys through building, throws guy through other building, throws guy through other building. Would have made a great. There's no. There's no. He somehow kills him. There's no. What? There's no struggle. Yeah, it doesn't feel. It, it, we have a god. You don't have. You don't have him. a. You don't have an emotional connection like he did. That was the. Yeah. That was the main it, problem with Justice League. Is as soon as Superman came yeah. back, he like beat the bad guy like super easy. I'm like, well, this is fucking stupid. But that's yeah. why it was cool that they didn't have him in most of the movie because the movie, the parts of the movie where he wasn't in it, it was were actually mustache. like good. Like it was well, like, well, that's cool. what I don't get in the comic books. Like he's fighting people that are stronger than him all the time. But then I see the point where like if he's too strong or if he's fighting someone who's not. Who's, who's capable of beating him? Then what are the other heroes going to do? I don't. Man, that's DC has a really challenge, I, well, a really I, big I challenge. I feel like they made it to where everybody is Superman's sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Like we can't beat anybody if we don't have Superman. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it. Am I out? Am I out? No, I can still hear you. Can you? I, I can't can hear me. Okay, okay, I got my number five here. As uh, I know, I don't know if you're a fan of the uh, the. Dragon Ball series, but I've um, never watched any of them. Yes, okay, big fan. So I got my number five is Dragon Ball Super Brawly. Before I you start talking, I've I heard a lot of good things. I haven't watched any of the like new stuff, and I haven't things. watched any of the Broly stuff. So I'm gonna. It's so it's out. actually become like the highest gro- one of the it was the highest grossing anime film of 2009 or animated anime film of 2019. Nice. Okay, so real quick, who I know who Goku is. Who is Broly? So Broly is somebody who. So here's the story with Broly. So he. Hold on, real quick. Are we gonna really get into this right now? This uh, just like huge, just the basic the like, who version. Is All right, Broly. Go for it. So go. he is a, a Saiyan like. Goku and the story is this that he he's legendary he's well the story is that he was in a when they were babies they're in the same nursery and uh, Goku's crying like really pissed off Broly so he's like Broly is the legendary Super Saiyan that like the prophecies tell about and so Broly was too powerful the dad snuck him off the planet to uh kind of um right no 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 remember uh attempted assassination Okay, is he Goku's son? Like, no, who no, is Broly? That's no, 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 no. Okay, in the movie, the dad sneaks Broly off I'm, the planet. I'm going off of my off the okay. old stuff. So in I the movie, the dad sneaks Broly off the planet, and they grow up elsewhere. And then he brings Broly to Earth, or Frieza brings Broly to Earth to get to uh, fight Goku and Vegeta. And Frieza's a bad guy. Wait, yeah, wait, and Frieza's is a bad guy. Happen? Well, they okay. Anyways, this basically rewrites the entire Dragon Ball Gosh. mythology. Oh, I've heard it's a good movie. I, yeah, did, I don't know anything a, about it. Yeah, it's a great movie. Like, the voice acting's really good. The animation is really good. It's, like, got that clean, like, crisp look to it, so it okay. doesn't look outdated. If mm. you know nothing about Dragon Ball and you watch this, would it be good or bad? Because, like, it, I don't know anything about it. It would be good. It would be good. You really? don't really, like, they, they go into all the old mythology, the stuff you need to, uh, the story you need for Broly, they revisit it. Okay. 
mm. so you don't need to worry about not seeing the rest of the series. Like if you mm. only watch one Dragon Ball thing your entire life and it's this, you're fine. Is the old guy still addicted? You to are not. Is that part of the in, story? In this? <laughs> no, I'm just Master Yoshi. So like they bring back Master um, Roshi. So they have um, ways. they show Goku's dad Bardock, and they show Goku's mom. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and they show more about like Raditz's Raditz history and stuff like that. And, and so there's a guy named Vegeta. Vegeta, yeah. So he's the Prince of Saiyans. Prince but of all Saiyans. I don't know. Like this was just a nice walk down memory lane for me, you know. Yeah. And it was like I sat down. It's it's the longest Dragon Ball movie that's ever been made. So it's about an hour and thirty minutes. Oh wow, that's kind of short. Well, I mean, for most of the Dragon Ball feature that's, films were like forty five. That's yeah. pretty good like for an, an hour, anime like an movie, an though. Wow. Okay, I'm I'm used to my like Studio Ghibli or Studio Ghibli two two and a half hour. But films. These were, these I were know. in the nineties. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, well, I mean, this is like this was the. Well, this was no, but I'm talking about like all the other yeah. ones you're basing it off of. Nineties. Like okay. Akira Toriyama said that this would probably be the last Dragon Ball story he ever wrote. So it was. Oh, it's sad. It's really good. It's really good. Like I can't recommend it enough. Like it. As someone who's not a fan, like just if you watch this one, like it, it's good. It doesn't have any like the cheesy anime tropes. Okay. So it's just it's mm-hmm. it's Dragon Ball at its finest. You know, it's just two people beating the crap out of each other. Sometimes three. I'd like to learn about. It sounds like it. You know, is a crossroad of stuff I'm interested in video games, and I like some of anime movies and whatnot, Studio Ghibli and things that are mm-hmm. better. Yeah. But it just I I heard a lot of good things about this Super Broly film. Yeah, um, it, from random people that I met, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, you guys mm-hmm. talking to me about?" It's good, Broly honestly. Something. Like, if if one of you guys went and watched it, like, I'd be curious to know your thoughts on it because it feels like something that would, you know, like when you went to go see um, Pokemon's first movie, right? The God, the Mewtwo Strikes Back. I'm glad yeah. I got that card because that movie was bad. No, I know, but it was <laughs> so like bad. it was ruined the, ruined the show. It felt like that experience all over again, but it was actually good instead of okay. bad. Like it, you know, just the novelty of seeing one of your favorite things like come to life in a new, new like animation style, and just mm. it was. It they have a good. new cartridge that come yeah. out with it. Those Pokemon <laughs> Red or Blue, so you yeah. get stoked on it. Right, give me yeah. that. Give me that Mew. Yeah. All right, Brett. Where was that top one? Is that your next four? Um. The, so wait, the one at the very time. top. The referee's calling time. Uh, the next one at the top was time out. Let's, let's yeah, let's cut here real quick. Let's fix Justin's uh, audio if we can real quick. If this doesn't it take keep, a long time, it, keep, it keeps fucking what? up. There's it, no way to get it like it's that. So bad. No, okay. you're you're is good. I can bad? hear you now. It's because you're it, you when you pr- you're projecting like you're. No, it's, I don't what? think it's his fault. It literally has just been cutting out. Like he'll talk. Yeah. And then it will just disappear. Like yep. literally go out totally. And I don't I, I the only way that we'll be able to check this is is later. Is there a post. fifth input? I can't remember. I haven't used that. It's all fucked. No, be, the problem is is that we're I'm not sure cuz it's always it may, me. It, it's it always may be, me. It's always him for one. Wow. But but we don't know the only way I can check it is in post Josh is if it's in purpose. just in our headphones yeah, because it's in the the headphones your headphones are also messed up. Because that box is is shit. Yeah, it looks a lot better than the one I have at home. I, I know, but it's still shit. But like the internals sure and a lot of the connections cable isn't the problem. That cable could be the problem. Anyway, sorry, I don't want to like waste all this time talking about this. I just no. I was hoping it would be something we could fix because I no we need to we need we need to try and get a new if he a cuts new one of if those he boxes. cuts I can hear if he cuts out completely. So if that becomes an issue, then we'll okay. Yeah, that was the only reason why I, I keep I crank him up and like he it 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 gets super loud and then I crank him down so I don't know if there's like a happy medium right like you just died. Well, oh, that's because he went away. away. Right, anymore. Okay. But yeah, 
it's just to the point where like we can still hear you because you know your voice travels enough to get in the other mics but it's just yeah. really quiet so yeah it just randomly just cuts and just a naturally quiet person and so voice where you probably if you're in a hall where everybody was alita for you oh, alita just is naturally quiet person. i'm a quiet person you don't Number remember three. Okay. You don't remember from high school? Yeah, high school. I'll, just I'll have that I be, was a quiet my, have that be my m- number three, and then you, you can talk just a lot chime of classes, in. But okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. All right, Brett. Brett Cruz, right. what's your number four? All right, my number four is um, it's another Netflix uh, one. Um, it's uh, extremely wicked and shockingly evil and vile. I want to see that. It is Never saw it. freaking amazing. What What is it? What's it about? So it's about... It's about Ted Bundy. Okay. And Interesting. Is that the one spring. where Zac Efron plays? Yes. Okay. Zac Efron is Ted Bundy, and I was very, Relatable very skeptical, very skeptical of this going in, because I'm like, freaking Zac Efron, are you serious? But I had just watched the Bundy tape series that was also on Netflix, and so this popped up as like, oh, you like the Bundy tapes? Maybe you like the you movie. Like Ted Bundy? You'll He's you'll a good guy. These. You'll love this. Hey, you and like Ted Bundy? He's a great guy. Do you, do you <laughs> like to wear your neighbor's skin? Yeah, oh. and and so I was I was really curious. I did not have high expectations because I was like, really, Zac Efron, like, you know, kind of goofy, you know, good looking guy. Yeah, Baywatch for. dude, whatever. High, high school Baywatch. Yeah. He, holy shit, he creeps you the fuck out in this thing he plays ted bundy so creepily and so well i was amazingly surprised at his acting chops it threw me for a loop i did not expect his quality of acting in this kind of dramatic thriller kind of a role um but it's funny netflix and their movies they've been getting insane they get people to be edgy. cast yeah. in the movie and they get edgy because they're not bound by trying to make money at the box office like yeah. they have their subscription right but other people in the movie Haley joe osmond john Haley malkovich joe in it Haley oh, joe osmond's in oh it oh my gosh john malkovich is in it jim parsons is in it jim parsons really yep um jeff donovan who's the actor from burn notice and he's the oh he's creep- so good yeah he's in this um Super creepy, and also. even um, James uh, Hetfield from Metallica oh, has a really? has really? a role really? in this. Oh. Who's the chick? Like Lars Ulrich. Ted Bundy kills. Um, they there's a bunch of different girls that he kills. Oh, okay, so they, there's not they, like one that he's no. Like, oh, okay. So it it does it follows his, you know, it kind of gets into like the mind of Ted Bundy because they have like the interview tapes that he did, and they they. They did. You can tell they really did like research into like source material and actual yeah. um, stuff on him. But it takes him from you know he's kind of raised in a family. You know everything's good, and then you kind of slowly see him start to go like crazy. And then you, he like kills his first person, and then like it takes you through some of like the bigger, more it's like, it, the, it's, like the, it's like the building of Bundy. Is it like yeah. seeing like, um, what was that Rob Zombie Halloween film where they show like the origins of Michael Myers, how he starts out as a regular kid. Amazing movies. Yeah. It, okay. it kind of goes through that. And then it shows like how he went on the first trial in, uh, it was like Colorado or Utah or something like that and how he escaped. And then 
he ran away and then he got caught again and it goes through you know he kills all the all these different people and then eventually it culminates with him getting captured and caught and tried and convicted in florida and it it's it's really crazy to see i i like those i like um like these serial killer kind of things just because yeah. they like they mine, don't like mine hunters. They're, they're like mine hunters. The they they, they don't guys. you know they don't they don't <laughs> right, think right. um like they're they the way that they think is so different and unique from majority of people, yeah. which is why they've done what they've done. <laughs> but it's 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 interesting because as a person who doesn't think like that, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like that's yeah. what their mind goes and their mind goes through and how they think about things. And it also shows um one of the actresses, they they have a point of view from his first wife, oh. and ha- what she goes through, and how how she's dealing with him going to trial, and he's you know trying to be all wooey and like it wasn't me, and he's very you know very believable, very persuasive, and so she kind of buys it at first, and oh it's not me, whatever, and then kind of towards the end she's like, now nah, something's up, like. Yeah. It's not happening this many times. Like Did, it's yeah. just a mistake kind of thing, right? It, so, um, what was it last? It was a two year, a couple, a few years ago, right? When that lady married him because she she kept telling everyone, "Oh, I love him, I love him," and it turns out she just wanted the rights to his body after he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Does it ever talk about his brother Al Bundy? <laughs> Sorry, no. I, with children? I, I got them with i got children. those two confused yesterday when i was talking about um how did. home alone originally casted the al bundy guy who plays al bundy and i was like so they casted bundy? ted bundy and I was, someone's like you know who ted bundy is right <laughs> <laughs> well now you know you said i wish they cast ted bundy just kind of like a perv who yeah, also just, has a wife just some kids. guy yeah just but yeah it, it it was one of my top movies just because um it it wasn't overly like hyped. It was just kind of one of those. It popped up on Netflix like trending now because it was a new release and people were watching it kind of thing. Um, and so it it was my on my top list just because I was really surprised by it and did not expect that kind of acting chops from Zac Efron. Yeah, and that that alone blew me away. I was like, okay, now I'm curious to see if he gets thrown more dramatic roles now well he's he's one of those people who's typecasted himself like seth rogan yeah so we'll see so i exactly i hope that like seth rogan they yeah. look the same build I mean, they were in neighbors yeah. together so yeah they were in so neighbors they're the same guy yeah they are the same guy yeah so that was, that was my number four seth rogan's the guy in neighbors yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i yeah. totally forgot i thought that was one and two i yeah. thought that was yeah. the i forgot who the guy is the guy who plays his at rose Byrne. Oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't, I don't know, know that guy's name, name either, but no. they're all good. All right, Big Dog, number oh, the four. Franco brother. The Franco brother. Yeah, Dave Franco. Huh? Click it. I asked him if I want to split it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, go for it. There's What's a blonde four? over there, oh, too. Five, if you wanna... Sorry. What's your number so four? There's a, there's there, a blonde Mr. right Big there, dog. too, if anyone wants it. All right, Big Dog, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My number four would have to be... No, I'm good. Uh, I want to say The Highwayman. Oh, that's on my queue. Yes, I need to watch that. Kevin Costner, Woody Harrelson. It's like uh, it's, it's, it's a, like nineteen twenties cop it's, drama. It's a western kind of. It's a western cop drama kind of. It's like a, the bridge between um, the old west, Bridge Tree, Madison County. Yeah, the, the old the old west and the and the new in the new age. Okay, um, it's like you know cowboys versus modern police. All right, 
so it's a, it follows the story of uh, Frank Hamer and uh, U.S. Marshal, who um, or I'm sorry, Texas Ranger, who hunted down uh, Bunny and Clyde. Oh, okay, oh. nice. He's the one who hunted him down and killed him, and and everything is. It's a great movie. It shows a most of the movies depicting Bunny and Clyde usually paint them in a um, like they're like, like they're criminals, like they're, they're right? the heroes. Weird, like they're right? the heroes oh. of the story. Mm-hmm. In this, not so much. They're painted in a real light where they're serial killers. They kill without mercy, and these are the lawmen that have to hunt them down. Mm-hmm. Speaking of westerns, did you watch the proposition? Side tangent, just real quick. I have not yet. It's very good. Okay, sorry, it's western. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, I want to watch that one as well. Woody Harrelson and Ed Harris, right? Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Um, Woody Harrelson's amazing. Uh, Kevin Costner is good. I wish it was Ed Harris. I love that guy. Really? I th- Kevin Costner is amazing. Really? Yeah. So he did really, really good in this. Because I feel like a lot of like what Kevin Costner stuff. What has he been good in? No, but I think Waterworld. He... No, he was good in that. Screw you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you ever saw? Did you ever see a movie called Mr. Brooks? That was I Kevin did. Costner. That was no, good. I did not. He, the, it's the, the only, only thing, thing. It's one of the rare ones where he's the bad guy. Yeah. There's also one called Three Thousand Miles to Graceland, but I'm sure no one's ever seen. Yeah, that. I, I know what it is. Yeah. It's about him being Elvis, right? Yeah. He, yeah. He's Bunch so of good. Elvis. He's so good Kurt as a Russell bad guy. It's his best bad guy. He's but ever the done. thing is, is I feel like Kevin Costner is also one of those people that has typecast himself yeah. as like a certain, certain role, certain guy. Like if you look at Untouchables and Waterworld, you know, and then he had. Two baseball movies. You mean, you, know? you, mean, you, mean, you, mean you don't Postman. like his acting style? So, no, no, no. I, I, I think no. he's great in those roles, but I think he's I mean, always, I mean, he's I've always kind he of because I've seen him in dramas, comedies. He's always I mean, a survivor of the apocalypse. Postman, Waterworld. He dies he in. Just, su- he's Superman's dad. He dies. He's always a survivor of the apocalypse. He literally That's died in Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, it's a bad true. film. We always should forget that. And yeah. he dies in 3,000 Miles to Graceland. That's true. He does at the end of that. And that's not the one with Nick Cage where they jump out of the airplane or the helicopter and then they parachute into Vegas as Elvis. That's ne- the negative, movie negative, you should be talking negative. about. No. Um, no, I do want to watch High Windman. Uh, was there any like specific moment you loved? I just loved the feel. It felt like a Western that wasn't a Western. Mm. It kind of, I like the one, it's like, um, you know, they've, I hate it where like they, like they people think they know better than you because they're modern. Yeah, and mm. so like and shit. like the old ways don't don't work in the in the new world, but really yeah. they, they do. Yeah, I like those stories. Yeah. Okay. What's the time period that's set in? It's is it, it's, it's set 19, in it's um teens twenties right? It is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my gosh, I'm going. It's uh, I think it's uh, nineteen like nineteen thirty nineteen thirties. Okay, that's right. Because of what you said, did you love No Country for Old Men? I, um. I hated the ending. Really, that movie is so good, and that's a I love the movie. That's and a total I, like cowboy. I, I love the movie, in, uh, and I no, I hated. How the hell is that an ending where Tommy Lee Jones is sitting there talking to his wife about his dream? Okay, then what about the Blood and Water film or whatever it is, where it's like the two brothers who rob banks and they take the oh, truck? Oh, it's uh, Chris Pine yeah. and well, that was uh, a Foster. Great movie. Yeah, so okay, I was just curious. I want to get a feel for your range of that. Great, because that movie totally remind me of that feeling so of like. Good. Hey, people living in the modern times, but they have kind of an old way of thinking. Right, yep. right. Yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. Pine in that movie is, is amazing. Yeah, he's good in that one. So I, that's that's on my to to watch list. Really, we're doing snacks. You're gonna again? make us eat on on mic. Yeah, it's ASMR. Everybody loves ASMR. Could you just put down peanut butter patties and expect me not to Oof. mow yeah. through them? If 
there's peanut butter patties over here. Everybody loves peanut butter patties. Just, I don't know who's hungry, man. Yeah. I just so sure I'm, I'm going to watch Highwaymen, and then when Can I, I do, one of those, though, I'll... Uh... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to hand them to you. You've lost it. Uh, sorry. I want to go inside baseball. I just hand you a big dog, big cross table. Yeah. I thought that's hey, what... Hey, just chuck it here. I thought that's what Josh was going to do. You should like take a bite, half a bite, and then give him half of one. Be a real right. dick move. Well, I'm All right, Wings, what's your number four? My number four. It is Parasite. Didn't anybody watch that? Mm-mm. Okay, it's a Boon Jong Ho film, I want to say is his name. He did the Snowpiercer movie, if anybody watched that. Mm. Like with. Uh, I enjoyed that one. Who? Captain uh, America. Yeah, Captain yeah. America. Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. Um, Tilda Swinton. So Parasite mm-hmm. is one of those Parasite films that hits this perfect thing that I enjoy where it's. Kind of like the society's clashing. It talks about like an upper class family in Korea and an extremely impoverished family in Korea and how this, I don't want to give too much away, but how this impoverished family slowly works their way into becoming part of that upper class family's life mm-hmm. by working for them essentially yeah. and replacing the people that work for them right now. Hmm. And it is, it's kind of like a psychological thriller and there are moments that are horror and it has. Just so it's like a rags to riches, fall from grace, all in one. Kind, kind of, of thing. yeah. It is. It's one of those things where it's like you, as the viewer, know what's happening to this extremely rich family, and you want to be like, "Hey, don't hire that person because mm. this other family is getting themselves implanted." And you're kind of like stoked for that family. You're like, "Oh, they didn't have a lot, so even though they're doing this a terrible way." it's really cool that they're getting a chance to have stuff, mm-hmm. right? To have jobs and not have to live in a terrible place. But then just everything goes sideways because of just what's going on in Seoul right now. And it is... That ending still... I, I think about it like... I think about this film called Shoplifters that came out of Japan in 2018. And it was a movie about... What was like, that movie about? Uh, it was <laughs> you, you, Shoplifting. Did you watch it? Oh, no. Okay, it's it's about an impoverished family who shoplifts in Japan. And it is, it's really fascinating to watch these movies from other cultures because it kind of reminds you of our culture. But instead of termi- turning towards crime, which is what happens a lot of times when people want to rise quickly, mm-hmm. these people are normally turning towards... I guess in Shoplifter's case, a mild form of crime. But none of them are turning towards like murder or armed Mm -hmm. robbery or anything like we would have in our films here. But it is just like a class war film. And just reminds you that everywhere in the world, no matter if they talk about it or not, they are still dealing with the same amount of struggle that we're dealing with. Mm. And this is so well presented, so well acted, that even though I had to read subtitles the entire time, (laughs) I loved every minute of it. Yeah, With that, do you... I find this sometimes with with movies that are in other languages that are subtitled that you lose some of what's on the screen because you're reading. Yeah, mm-hmm. is there a lot? Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of that that you felt with this movie, or do, is it, you know, watching like action or like samurai movies or something when it's in another language is really difficult because there's yeah. there's cool stuff going on the screen, but there's also dialogue, so yeah. you kind of need to read it. So you I, it detracts from some like, of it. I, so I'm I'm a huge fan of kung fu movies, so I mm-hmm. always like I will try to read the uh, d- the subtitles out of my peripherals. You mm. should watch the Ip Man uh, side film Love. that came out, the one with Dave Bautista. Yeah, it's, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, um, it's good. 
but so does yeah, this movie no it it, it really perfectly balances that honestly okay, like when they're doing dialogue and talking that's what you focus on in the moments when there isn't that there's not a whole lot to read gotcha. it's just the visuals that are coming across and and it's it's a weird film because like there's not a lot of stuff going on truthfully it could have been like a stage play with how little it actually happens mm. but i don't i couldn't tell you the running time i, I pro- it's probably 2 hours but i was like invested from pretty much five minutes in. Nice. And I did not love his other movie, The Host. And I like okay. Snowpiercer, but... I like, knew that guy sounded familiar. Yeah. Remember we watched The Host? That yeah. was the one with the uh, the little the creature, right? I, that, I didn't hate The Host, but I just... I want to say I don't yeah. love it. I like, didn't I didn't hate it either. It just... It was, uh, it was a grind. Yeah. This movie is from that guy, and he has his thing. Like, Snowpiercer, I enjoyed. I don't think I liked it as much as a lot of critics did, because I know okay. it was on, like, a wasn't top of the year for lots of people. Mm-hmm. I think it was fun to watch. It was better than the graphic novel that it was based on. I read that after. And I was like, wow, this is... Man, he didn't have a lot to work with. But this... <laughs> yeah, the graphic novel is, is rough. Um, but this movie is... It's it's worth a watch. It Thanks. is... It's just... And it's just for 2020, 2019, the future, it is something I feel like most people should watch because it's talking about something very real, just like kind of the Joker, mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, you know, sometimes we want to be taken out of reality with films, and I totally am there. I think my my top two are really just not reality at all. Um, yeah. But sometimes it's good to see what's what's going on and like art and it's allows a, us and to... And it's a commentary on what's current and yeah. potentially what's in the very near future. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Oh, and I, I just looked again. My first one is actually based in reality, but neither of them are as heavy as is the this. Joker or this. This movie okay. is heavy, like is that like Shop and Lifter, just where it's like, I don't know what the answer is for these people, mm. but I'm glad that somebody's saying something. So maybe we can think about like, hey, we might need to take care of these people so that bad this, stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, well, it's a big question of like, how, what are they willing to resort to? It's yeah. the end of that movie is insane. Yeah. I would say it is worth it's yeah. worth watching for the last thirty minutes alone, even if yeah. you find the first twenty minutes kind of a slog like the last mm-hmm. 30 minutes of that movie are insane but do you feel like we we mentioned this earlier too is like um is like the political or social message rammed down your throat so or I is it or is it subtle and it's well done to it, where you're not like how, yeah. offended so how much am i gonna hate myself after i watch this movie <laughs> well i don't think anybody at this table will hate themselves because it is it's really a dichotomy of the ultra rich from asia and the extreme poor so we're talking about people who live under a sewer who constantly have like sewage coming into their apartment mm. and the other people who are spending literally millions of dollars a month. What, what are those? Uh... So it's, it's not like a, a normal person story. It is mm. like a story of somebody hiring a tutor at tons of money a month to tutor their child who has everything they could ever want on earth. Mm. Okay. okay. All right. So it's not like it has a social commentary for sure, but it's social commentary for Asia. You're not going to see a lot of things about race or there's not a lot of things about sexual orientation. That's not what they deal with there. They're still yeah. really just focused class. on yeah, class wars. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So speaking of reality, my number four is quite removed from reality. Um, Detective Pikachu. Yay. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. You know, I was of the mind where I always told myself, I'm like, there's no way they're going to be able to make a live action Pokemon, Pokemon movie and make the same it good. Thing. 
said yeah. the same freaking thing. And I sat down and watched this. It wasn't like great by any stretch of the imagination, yeah. but I sat down and much like you had talked about nine underground, right? Or six, six, underground. six underground. I was sitting there like, damn, this is entertaining. Like this is really entertaining. Yeah. I don't have to think about anything. Mm-hmm. I can watch. And they integrated this, the, the CG Pokemon into a real life setting, like flawlessly. They did. They did that really well. Yeah. I, this is one of, I didn't watch it in theaters. I watched it when it came out, like on HBO or something. Right. Everything comes out way quicker than mm-hmm. it used to when we were younger. But yeah, that was one of the things I was like, man, they really nailed like the CGI of these Pokemon. And, and it wasn't, it was, it wasn't like they just did one Pokemon a scene. Like there were scenes where there's like multiple yeah. Pokemons going on. And it's like, you know, when we were kids, you're like, man, how cool would it be to like have a little Pokemon that's like constantly following you around? That's like your buddy, your pal, mm-hmm. you know, like you saw Ash with Pikachu and this, it depicted that. Yeah. Everyone has like their, their, Pokemon. their Pokemon partner. Um, so a lot of people say Ryan Reynolds was like owns the movie. I don't think so. I think Justice Smith was he was the he carried that movie really well. Yeah, he did. He did really well. Yeah, and of course, you know, Bill Knives in it. With yeah. What what is he not in? Yeah. Uh, but, but, but yeah, it is. Uh, it was just one of those fun. It was fun, movies. and it wasn't like you didn't have to sit there. To me, I I equate it to the Mummy, right? It's one of those movies where I could sit there and I could watch it without like worrying about what's going to happen. Didn't really care about, um, you know, what I, it didn't cause me any anxiety. I could just sit there and watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. I could kick my feet up and just, it was a good, it was a good popcorn flick. Which release of The Mummy? I have to know. Um, the, original the original. Okay, good. I just, I was curious if you saw Boris the Tom Karloff? Cruise. Um, huh? Boris Karloff? No, no, the the one with um, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Brendan yeah. Fraser. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite Pokemon in the movie? Okay, so I really liked seeing um, what was the, the the part that sticks out to me the most is with Machamp in the crosswalk. Okay, that when was cool. The, when the Snorlax yeah. was uh, s- fell asleep in traffic, so Machamp <laughs> sitting there trying to direct traffic around him. Yeah, I don't know. There was something about seeing that that really like brought it to life for me. Yeah, the Mister Mime scene to me, oh I think was gosh. a lot that of was fun. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I to be a little bit negative for one second. I have to say that movie had a lot of issues. Um, oh, I don't want to get sure. yeah, deep into them, but for a video game movie, it was a lot of fun. It I, was. Yeah, it's, I, I'll just say, like, I enjoyed yeah. it enough. There wasn't anything that I sat there, I'm like, man, that sucks. Like, there's nothing in there. I would say it or the first Resident Evil movie are probably up there with for video game movies mm-hmm. of, like, hey, I enjoyed this a lot. Um, you know, Tomb Raider has some okay the moments. The Alicia Vikander one? I didn't watch that one. Okay. Um, with Angelina Jolie? Uh, I watched it. I'm talking about that. Oh, Angelina. I right. liked that first one a lot, but this, this movie was... It's it's rare to see a good video game movie, and it was fun to see them do yeah. something great for kids. The the target audience that was also still enjoyable and funny and like good for, for those that were around when Pokemon first yeah. came out. You know, were you know red and blue? It's red and blue. I mean, they they still are are faltering on that game, so it's good to see they're doing something good for With adults the IP right now. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's 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 one of those things that has helped keep Pokemon alive, though. And like mm-hmm. I think it's done a great job, uh, as we've t- discussed. Like I was not a huge fan of Sword and Shield, but yeah, it it was a I don't know. It was fun for the first like to to revisit that that type of game. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the characters and the and the well, not the characters by the characters. I mean the monsters are fun for a little bit in every game. They got to figure that series out. But for the movies, it's fun that they at least used what we all grew up with—the blue and red uh, monsters—and yeah. mm-hmm. made some semi decent story out of a game that is like the most basic, boring <laughs> story. Like if they put that in a movie, a guy walking around and fighting gym leaders, like. I, I don't know how they could have done that well. Okay, was that Ash in the beginning of the movie when they showed them battling in the stadiums? Was that Ash su- or supposed to be Ash? It, it could have been, but it could have been, but I couldn't tell you truthfully. Like I, I remember chunks of the movie, yeah. but I don't remember all of it. I didn't get yeah. a catch on the theaters. I saw it. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Brett all right. Cruz, what's your number three? My number three is um one the three of us saw um. In theaters, uh, Alita Battle Angel. Oh, uh, I know my my Mr. Branky Poo here was not a fan. I'm of gonna that let movie. all the positivity go talk about it first, and then I will. Oh, don't rip it up. I will rip no it to please. death. Um, but uh, if you if you are curious uh, about a little bit more in depth uh, review of Battle Angel, Alita Battle Angel, we actually did a podcast when we after we yeah, saw we did it. A review. So uh, if you want to check out what we thought. You know, a couple days, day after we watched Can the you movie. Guys pass one of them down here before they get uh, destroyed here. <laughs> Negative. I just need We're one eating, here. We're uh, eating like, oh. the, the addictive Girl Scout oh cookies gosh. that have so been released now. The lady down the street from me is... Uh, I saw the big sign yeah, that she's, says, she's selling get your, them. So get I'm your like, cookies here. You did this. Every day I got to drive by. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And okay. you did it. And I did it. Keep going, though. Let's hear it. Um, yeah. Um, it was... It was a movie that it wasn't like there was some publicity on it. I had kind of saw some stuff and we kind of were all talking and we're like, let's go see. Like this is it's kind of interesting. It's it's not something we probably would normally like clamor to go see. But uh, we all got together one night. We went to to the theaters and saw it in theaters and I really enjoyed it. It was it was fun. It was actiony in the right spots. Um the CG was interesting in, in that they they melded real life and CG on one person yeah. pretty well. And and that was it, unique. It and looks different. like her though, the actor that plays her, Rose. Yeah. I forget what her real name is, but it kinda it does they do a yeah. good job of catching her likeness. Yeah. And and I think there was like some social commentary on it, which we talked about in, in our review. Um that they were kind of pushing on you, but it was, it was a narrative of, you know, this is what happens when we allow certain things to progress unchecked in society. Well, it's, it's, it's mostly on technology, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if I remember correctly, it's like technology and, and combining human and machine together and what that looks like and what, if not done well, could result in. Um, I think they, the end of the movie, they kind of set it up for a sequel. I don't know. If well, what do we do. say? There's like, there's six novels, six graphic novels. Yeah. There's a number of graphic novels and this was based off like the first one. Yeah. So they're supposed to make a series, but after the, um, Disney acquisition of Fox, I don't know if that's going to yeah. come to fruition anymore. I, I also know. am not sure they made back their money on that movie. I don't think I don't think that they did. Yeah, it was a very was expensive a, movie. It was very expensive CG yeah. done. Um 
I think I think he could do really well on a streaming service. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, when you were talking, like I don't want to crap on any movies tonight, and I'm not going to crap too much on this one, but I do want to bring up two dilemmas I have with it. One is the relationship between Alita and the boy. They were both the worst <laughs> actors in the movie. They were so bad. And the the romance was, was so bad. Horrible. That was one of our big critiques on it. That was my biggest issue with it. And the second biggest issue was I was kind of pissed that they set up for a sequel when I I have a feeling there's not going to be one. Like, Mm. I've lived through too many Golden Compass movies to, like, feel like, (laughs) oh, man, they set up another sequel that I'll never get. Hold that thought. Did you watch the HBO series? Is it good? Uh, I, I I started it. I watched the first two episodes. It is really good. I just okay. haven't been feeling a drama recently. Okay. Um, all right. So according to Box Office Mojo, the budget of the film was $170 million and it made $350.5 million. If you look at other predictions, they say that the hundred. They say it was closer to $200, $250 million. I mean, they made their money and they, back, and we don't if, know what the marketing costs If you have marketing, were. like, yeah, I, right. I'm just saying, like, I don't Calm hate it. Calm down, John Carter. Like, I just was <laughs> really disappointed that they set up for a sequel like, don't do that with sci-fi movies. You don't know if people are going to watch it, so don't set up for yeah. a sequel. Sci-fi is like and a lost breed of film, though. Like, nobody dares make those anymore. Yeah, and that's that's fine. Be- I mean, it's a bummer. Because but that's... if it's not done well, it doesn't... It people flops, shit all over and it. people yeah. shit all over yeah, it. It, just, and, it depresses me, it. though, because the 90s were built on sci-fi, yeah. all, all by but bad sci-fi lot, flicks. And I mean a lot of bad sci-fi. Yeah, there's the a 90s. lot of bad... And even there the... was good... But it was it's far outweighed by the bad. And even That's the true. best recent sci-fi, like probably Blade Runner 2049. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah we do like, not have time for that. Everybody no, 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 loves no. it. But what I'm saying is like, that's great, but it's not like a super popcorn heavy film. It's a really it's good a, art heavy sci-fi film. Sci-fi does better in TV shows because you can flesh out the universe yeah. better. Yeah. See, yeah. the it's, great thing about sci-fi films is you can explore deep, heavy, like philosophical and theological concepts in these movies, and yeah. I think that's why people well, don't like them very much like anymore. Like Ad Astra? Well, yeah. Ad Astra, Blade Runner 2049, they did Arrival kind of did they that. They try to get too yeah. clever with it. They try yeah. to get too clever, and it goes over yeah. people's heads where, you know, there's not... I don't know if this, you know, there's that whole thing, Russell Brand and Jordan Peterson talking about that thing where people are craving knowledge these days. I don't know if that's true, but it still is, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, you can't make it, it just, it's sad you can't make knowledge heavy films anymore because yeah. they don't do well. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say Alita is a knowledge heavy film. No, but yes, no. I do agree but it was that fun. sci-fi. It was, it was fun. It, was okay, a it had fun moments film. that were fun, but as somebody who it, didn't know the manga, it was I frustrating. Did I. I didn't either, but I felt yeah. like it was an enjoyable story. It was enjoyable, it but like those sequel setting things and that relationship really brought it down. I don't want to, like I said, it, it wasn't a bad movie. I don't want to bring it down. So what about I the relationship? Was it? it? The, uh, the oh inti- my God. The intimacy, Let's not talk the, about this. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. You want to hear the hard body re- thing? Tell me we about the reproductive thing. We could 30 minutes talking about Alita Battle Angel, yeah, honestly. He's, he's, like, he was curious. They never answered the reproductive question. That was why I was curious. It wasn't about the bad dialogue and poorly set up characters. It wasn't the guy that she was in love with. How do you stick the wrench in the manifold is what he's asking. No, like I agree with you like that part it it was very cliche yeah. tropey and it wasn't executed well but the actors didn't execute he dies in the end of the movie doesn't he spoilers yeah oh wait we should probably put that disclaimer in the yeah, beginning whatever. Of everything. but whatever like um 
or he dies, like because they set up for a sequel, so you really don't know. You're kind of like, yeah, well, I, what if they bring him back? I honestly you know? don't I, know. I haven't read this. Any is, of them, this is so. my pet peeve in films is when they maim characters. Like when they maimed Barbosa in Pirates of the Caribbean, I was done with that franchise. Wait, when, <laughs> when do they maim? Do you mean when they he lose his, with Penelope Cruz? Yeah, he loses his leg. Like after that, I was like, no, I, but he I'm, can drink out of it. I know that doesn't matter though. He's not like the same character he was <laughs> after class. that. Well, play Kingdom Hearts three, and then you'll know everything about him. No, yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. I it, it is a fun movie. I yeah. didn't want to. I don't want to get out anything more than that. Oh, yeah, I had yeah. a lot of fun. I had a lot of beers. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and and I think like for me with Six Underground, it was just a a, a fun and enjoyable movie to watch. Yeah. Like it didn't it didn't require a lot of thinking and. Yeah. You know, a lot of that stuff. Um, I didn't have any base in the manga either. Yeah. So, and and I enjoyed it. And actually, I think I made this comment when we reviewed it is this movie, it piqued my interest enough. I got to act on it, but to go look into the manga. Yeah, I almost did as well because I wanted to know what happened since I'm never going to get another movie. And then yeah. I realized I'm like, it's sixty bucks. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till yeah, the hype can, drop, drops down the, and it gets back on they sale had the again. Pay, so I bought Ghost in the Shell just because I had never actually read the manga of that a couple weeks ago, and like they had the Alita Battle Angel is like twenty bucks for the paperback for the version, the first one. Just just one of them though. You mean yeah, not like yeah, the whole series? No, not the oh, whole series. See, you, yeah, you can do it. You got to buy like the yeah. the, the whole the thing, set. the collection. You might as well at this point. Yeah. So that that was my number three. What about you, big dog? What's your number three? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Knives Out. Ooh, I okay. love that one. Tell me about this movie because um, it's on my watch I don't. I here's my it. thing: Rian Johnson should not be directing Star Wars ever again. But yeah. never. I feel like he has the talent to exist was, outside of yes, the Star Wars universe. A, it was a very. It was a. It's a murder mystery. Um, this, it, it, it looked like. Um, it like of, Hitchcock, it, it kind of murder like a, on a train with Guy Ritchie. Of, with yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. Clue, but if yeah. it was a yeah. really fun Dark. and serious and modern. Like okay. Clue wasn't a bad movie, but it just like, like it, it made it's you old. it made you think he was going in one way, and then it yeah. totally flipped it on its head and went completely opposite, and then it flipped it back again. It was just it was a, a lot of interlocking stories and a lot of like flashbacks, and it, it was just really well done. Did you watch the Murder on the Orient Express? From That's last what year? I, I wanted to. They're That's already they're making a sequel to that. That's that was, what it, uh, Sylvia Day something. Sylvia Plath that. wrote the yeah. book, but the guy. Um, Kenneth Branagh, he directed it, and he was the main actor of Kenneth that movie. Uh, he was the uh, director Branagh? of Thor, yeah, yeah, the original yeah, yeah. Thor. He so, was he was classic. Or no, no, he tr- he directed Dark World. No, Kenneth yeah. Branagh did the first Thor. He Branagh. Did, he, he was the first. Branagh. He directed the first Thor. Are you sure he didn't do the the he did the, Dark World? The Dark World. He might have done the Dark World. I don't remember, but, uh, but he was he was he's a classically trained director. Like that's why and his his Thor films are so feel like very Shakespearean. Mm. But with this one, why why it's still on my I need to watch this list is the cast is star freaking it, it is, studded. It is awesome, it's and amazing. everybody is and and, and, it, and, you, and they're and good. Every, everybody is not what you think they are. Like, ooh, like it's but no no no. But like it's like you're not used to like Daniel Craig as like a southern gentleman. Yeah, like it, it's character. It's like people Anna, playing Anna characters. Anna de Armas is is great. Um, every, everybody's great. They're yeah. all great. Yeah, they're they're all quality. Chris actors. Evans is. Chris, it's so cool seeing Chris Evans and not Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was really it was it was really good. Yeah, and and is it is there a resolution like at the very end, like yeah, it's the yeah, last the, five yeah, minutes? Yes, it's yes, kind of like, a, here's the mystery solved yes, kind of thing. It yeah. is a nice wrap up. There's no sequel. Nice. It's a nice wrap up with a bow on it. It's nice. really good. 
That's really good. It 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 does sound like a lot like Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. And he, I was wrong. Kenneth Branagh did the original Thor. Josh oh, was right. Um, like. But yeah, it, it was just fun. I I love that. Mo- I had a hard time choosing Joker and Knives Out because one was actually a movie I really enjoyed, and the other one was like a really powerful, impacting movie, Joker. Yeah. I, and I heard somebody was doing Knives Out, so I'm like, hey, we'll get a chance to talk about it. I love that movie also. It is a blast. It's I really love fun. the whodunits. It's really fun. The, with Daniel, uh, Daniel Craig's career is weird in the fact that we would never know what kind of depth he has as an actor if not for James Bond. James Bond. James Bond. No, no, because he got baseline. Because well, no, no, because he got more roles after James Bond. Layer Cake. Before that, he was in Layer Cake. That was a Guy Ritchie film, but he was not. He was not really the worst Guy Ritchie films. Like it's no Lock, Stock, and Spoken Barrel. No, no, no way. No, but like he was never offered parts outside of Crime Capers or uh, yeah, or James Bond. But once he was in James Bond, now we got to see him in uh, super dramatic. You know, um, serious. Yeah, more serious and roles. And you saw yeah. him in the one with Channing Tatum and Ed Logan Driver. Lucky. Logan Lucky loved that movie. It was such a, a oh, a, that was a, a blast. Such a left yeah. turn. Adam for his, Driver for his, for his style, and it was great. That's also one of my favorites. Is the uh, crime, but like the the heist, yeah. the heist films. Yeah. Those are Ocean's always movies, fun. Yes. Like I was like, mm-hmm. oh hey, how do we set this up? How Love do they get away? Did you just say yeah. cauliflower? Did you just oh, say cauliflower. And, and Can I you think op- pop open that beer for me. I want to try it. The blonde. Blonde. Um, Josh and his blonde. So I think, let me see. Casino Rod Yeah, James James Bond opened it up because he was in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Um, I, I, that movie is okay. really good. Very the disturbing. original, the Swedish or whatever ones are really good, but he does uh, that he's one so really much good. better in the. I he, thought the U.S. one the, was really good. It was, it was, it was just so good. So hard to watch that last. Do you think that's the last why? Scene? Do you think that's why it didn't do so well? Because I yes. really enjoyed that movie. I like I, it, I, I, I love. Well I really enjoyed. I it. love those books. Like I'm even reading the Stieg Larsson books. They're not as good, but I'm not Stieg Larsson, but um, the guy that that took over for Stieg Larsson writing okay. them. Yeah, I've read them all, and like they're not the newer ones aren't that great, but I still love returning to that world. Yeah, the. He he was good in that, and then he was also in the Defiance about the. Oh, Defiance uh, is excellent. Also, about the, also the Jewish he people. He was in. He was all Christopher Plummer and Daniel Craig were also together before in, in uh, the Girl's Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. That yeah. was the one with the scene at the very end where we just. It was very difficult not, to yeah. watch. Yeah, which one? The girl with the dragon tattoo. That's the what Daniel Craig. Where he's tied, yes. he's tied up. Where he. Oh, really? You thought the that was girl in the spider's oh, web goodness. was the, that, that is the like one you're the hardest movie to see. I only ever saw the girl American with the dragon ones. tattoo is the only one that made it the U.S. All yeah. the other ones you're talking about are well. Girl, girl, girl in the spider's web Sweden. was made in the U.S. Like the Sony the one? Sony skipped two and three and they made went straight to four. Where she's Batman. Where she's practically Batman. Yeah, as Claire. The queen. The queen is Batman. The girl who plays the queen. The yeah. spider yes. tattoo? This the, is the, girl, the girl in the spider's web. Yeah. Spider's web. Okay, well, anyways. It was shitty. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know about that. I just know about girl with dragon tattoo. And that movie it was great. is really, it's awesome, but that last scene is just, it's it's difficult. Yeah. It, it, I don't think it was that it's like We're the talking about the one where he's, moments, where he's like, tied up, right? In the, the harness. About yes. Yeah. yeah. Hostile. We've sat through the hostile movies. It's like the scene in Pulp Fiction with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. Not hard to watch. Or no, all. not Samuel L. Jackson. Um, I can't remember that name. He's a big dude from Mission Impossible. Fing Rames. Fing Rames, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. I, really? That stuff, man. Like, I there's one thing I have a hard time watching, and it is. 
I don't even want to use the word on this podcast. Hey, hey. But anyways, that the is R-word. that hard thing I can't watch. What, torture? No, I don't mind torture. I just mind sexual like, intercourse yeah, I, without consent. How I, did you watch Game of Thrones? That was, Game of uh, Thrones, there were moments that were really difficult, but I, you, I, I read the book, so it was a lot easier to... Have you ever watched a little movie called The House on the Left? The one that really makes me cringe is that uh, that is one of the most brutal rape scenes I've ever seen. Seven, when you hear when the guy describes what he did to that girl. So Seven is a great movie, but I tried watching it recently, and as much as I loved that movie when we were younger, it's really difficult to watch. It's still good. It's it's good. It's hard to watch. Anyways, we we will never finish this if we talk about all of our favorite movies. That's actually not bad. Okay, you're next, Brian. Um, I will do my third, which is Uncut Gems. Oh, dang. I don't know. I never saw it. I really wanted to. Really wanted to. That movie is insane because it is like one of those films where you just you watch it, and I think the things that I was really excited about were like – were the things that I couldn't understand as a person. Like, hey, somebody, somebody cheers, I, cheers I, my man, Brian. If I, don't, if I don't get cheers, I'm going to go crazy, bro. I didn't know that's what you were going for. Um, sorry. No. Sorry, but yeah. Uh, it's a movie where, like, this guy not, not lives super a. super tasteful. But a, I mean, it's, it's not bad. A terrible life. Like, he is essentially an adulterer who all he's about is gambling. And the movie's really, really chaotic to the point where everybody's talking. All the time, if you listen to the podcast, you're probably used to it. Yeah. Uh, but no, like multiple people talk at the same time, and it's it's a hard movie to watch. But you watch it, and you remi- it reminds you that like Adam Sandler is an amazing freaking actor. Punch Drunk Love wasn't just some like joke <laughs> that happened. Like he is good. Like he's a real actor. That movie made me really sad. Punch Rock Love? Click did, too, surprisingly. That movie, like, depressed <laughs> me. It took, it took a really sad turn halfway through the movie. And it I just, did it, not watch I, Click. I, want, I, I wanted to get the hell out of the theater so bad. It was like me for dinner for schmucks. I just wanted to get out. Dinner for so, schmucks that was, was amazing. So good, that movie is so fun. It was so fun watching you struggle. Peters, it made me want to. Peterson identifies too I well wanted to take a shower He wanted to leave so bad. I liked Dinner for Schmucks I had to, like, cleanse myself I watched Dinner for Schmucks recently, and that movie's hilarious. But anyways, Uncut Gems. If you get a chance to watch it, it is hard to watch. And if you are of any persuasion that has any religious identity, you're going to struggle with the movie because it is graphic in every way. Uh, Kevin Garnett's actually really pretty. So everybody plays themselves. So it's it's hard to say, like, he's a good actor, but he does a good job as being an NBA player. That shitbox with Amy Schumer and Bill Hader. I did not. Know. Oh, uh, train wreck. Train wreck. Yeah. Oh, LeBron which, which James describes le- the movie. Le- LeBron James playing himself is hilarious. Oh, did, really? Did. So Kevin Garnett, like he just felt like an NBA player. Yeah. I didn't think anything of it. I thought like was, he was playing oh, himself, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Were so were the other like Happy Madison people in that? Um, Rob uh, Schneider. No, Rob. not anybody that I noticed. Uh, um, it's it's a movie like I, you need you need to watch it. Like I can't. I can't ex- really describe a lot of the scenes, but like, I will say, like, if you could imagine a scene where he is completely naked and his family is, uh, and his family is like waiting for him at a high school play for his daughter, and he's completely naked, locked in a trunk because he <laughs> owes people money who have threatened to kill him, yet he then continues to gamble. That's the style of movie it is, where it's like, yeah, in the like Indian, it's it, like it, it highlights gambling addiction. You can't it, help it. It highlights gambling addiction. It highlights like bad choices because like he made, 
he has an affair in the movie that's like super early on. You can see in the trailer, and it it just shows like, wow, like somebody who has like all these go problems, from bad to worse. Yeah. To, oh my gosh, I can't believe it got even further down that hole. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. You just watch and you're like, this guy should not have made. Why would he choose to do this? And and the ending is is interesting enough where like you even though you say like oh why would he choose to do this it's it's crazy like I don't want to give anything away but like that's that's it and it's it's good it's really good Adam Sandler deserved to be nominated for an Oscar I am super bummed that he didn't make the cut for Best Actor yeah because critics are shit yeah man it is it's <laughs> it, honestly it's really frustrating like he did a really good job and I feel like he deserves to be recognized for it. And he didn't get any recognition. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Sorry, Adam Sandler. This is all the kind of recognition you're going to get yeah, from, from gonna... the only podcast on the internet. Yeah, we're probably going to get a more uh, whatever Mystery 7 or whatever that <laughs> stupid Western that he did. Probably going to get 100 Mag- more of those. Magnificent movies. 7? Magnificent yeah. 7. We're going to get more of those stupid movies because people didn't want to like recognize him. The original yeah. was better. That's true. I <sighs> Gosh, agree with that one. It. So um, Peterson had to... Uh, Relieve the sea dragon. Oh, there he is. Oh, we can we, let he him, made it back uh, inside. him call his number three. Yeah. Yeah, his number three was also my number three, um, okay. Alita Battle Angel. Do you Angel. have anything else you want to add to it, dude? All right, number two. No, no, I'm good. I mean, it is something that I would like to go back and rewatch just to see if I like it as much a second time. But Yeah, I, I'm curious if because the, like if the nostalgia I, it's one of those movies yeah. where I'm curious what you guys think on a second viewing because <laughs> I only watched it once as well, but like we were making fun of it by the end, which the only other movie I've ever done that to was Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest, the second one. And Yeah, we were know, that we were all there. Yeah, that movie's a joke. Well not Brad, but ago. like it was <laughs> it was uh, yeah, and Brian's like the guy like, comes in, pops a beach ball, and Brian's yelling, yeah, Mary Poppins. Yeah, that it was, was so that, funny. That movie was ridiculous. Um yeah. but yeah, it's it's one of those movies where it's like, you know, maybe I was too harsh on it. Yeah. Um, but that's I'm just curious what you guys would see, think after a second viewing. Yeah. So uh my number two, um, another Netflix show. I'm looking at his. Uh, his it's hot sauce. it's hot like sauce. it's all the way. It's like the yeah, it's hottest. From, it's like from hot ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, another Netflix movie, uh, The King. Oh Ooh, man, The yeah. King looks so cool. I haven't got a chance it, to watch it yet. It is so it is good. very good. I love history stuff as well. Period as, like, pieces and it was yeah, and it was super accurate. It was accurate. They did they did. I was going back and forth while I'm watching it on the wiki. One thing. What I have one gripe. Don't, okay. Okay. Is, don't spoil it for me because I actually really want to watch it. I want to see the I'm king as well. It, but it's, okay. it's on my queue. Don't spoil too much. Robert Pattinson's <laughs> Dauphin French accent is drove bad. me <laughs> insane. It's he'll so hope, bad. He'll hopefully be carrying that over what, to Batman. What I'm hearing, yeah. Big Dog, is you can't wait for Robin Pattinson's Batman. You love it. And you're super After ben excited. Affleck, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give anybody a shot here. Yeah. Ben? Um, oh, <laughs> I forgot. So, I so the story follows uh, King Henry V, um, Timothy Chalmette. Chalmette. He's from that movie I watched. Interstellar, uh, and he's also in Little Women. He was no, good in but that he too. was in the the movie about the dudes who love each other. I watched it. Um, oh, it was, uh, broke broke back. No, yeah. it's not broke back mountain. It was two dudes. They like have an affair in <laughs> Italy. <laughs> 
Um, it's uh, dude, oh, Mystery no. of Love or no, not Mystery of Love. What are you watching there, bud? I'll give it. I'll get it. No, I, I I pretty much watch. Are every, you just googling uh, two Oscar dudes film. in love in Italy? Beautiful no, no, boy, or not, call me by your name. Call me by your name. That was okay. it. Yeah, so it is that way. Anyways, it was. It was. Did they ever call okay. him by his name? It was. Yeah. But it but is a very he, very interesting film. If you <laughs> All right, we're sideboring. You were side about to say gay. Dude, back was, to. Was, uh, <laughs> I didn't say gay. I did not say anything offensive. Um, it was cool. It was interesting to watch the progression of someone who wasn't expecting to be king. <laughs> Now having to fill that having role, to fill that and role. having to change who they are essentially, yep. it was really cool to watch that transition. Yep, it was okay. really it was really cool. Joel Egerton is oh. is in it, so good. Yeah, he wrote it Not and Sam he produced it. Dude, he was so good, and he, he was amazing. It was really well written. And it's Black Mass Part Two. <laughs> and okay, it was, my was movie. Uh, my my big question here is: so I know the King is based on uh, Shakespeare. So yeah. is it? Does it feel like you're watching? Does it feel like there's too much old English? Like, does it feel no, set up like a play? No, there is no old English. Nope. Uh, okay, but does it feel like it's set like as far as so all movies are written in three acts? Does it feel like it's set up like a play, or is it just a movie that feel it's just no? It's you a can movie. watch it. Okay. It flows. It flows. Okay. It, flows it, it really doesn't. Well. It's not like it, there's no act. There's an act and act and yeah. Act. So there, I mean, you like a lot of times they translate plays to films. Like it feels very play like very well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ben Mendelsohn is in it as well. Oh, I love. Everything <laughs> he's is he a bad guy in this one? Like he's he's a bad guy in every movie. Yeah, he's man. a villain. He's Ready Player One, guy, pretty much. Oh, bad guy. No, he plays. He's um the Henry the Fourth, I think. He's the, his dad, yeah. main bad guy. Yeah. So what what happened? You main know, there's guy. there's really it's really cool because, I mean, along like with Game of Thrones and like with these kind of medieval period pieces pieces, you have guys fighting and with Reese's swords pieces. and in armor. And like that, like that kind of battle, is I know it's, it's kind of it's it's kind it, of romanticized it, it, because yeah. it's, it's, it's not we don't it's not real. But that. this felt like like they're walking around in these full plate, and it feels like they're heavy. Like they're how yeah. similar is time. it to the Robin Hood reboot that we saw January twenty nineteen? Oh my gosh, exactly that, like that. that were movie. they all dressed in like H and M clothes? Greatest like, film. Oh, yeah. leather jacket. <laughs> Yeah, leather, leather, jacket one? leather jacket. Like they, they have. Jamie Fox. They're living That's in a, also Ben. Yeah, Mendelsohn. they're living in a medieval ghetto, but they somehow no, have like shopping malls it, around. It, still, it so looks, King Arthur. It looks. It looks. No, old. Robin Hood. Did you watch that? Oh my gosh, it's bad. I watched them all. Taron yeah. Egerton. Yeah. Whew. No, it was it was really good. Still Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. Uh, Robert Pattinson, yeah, his Crow, man, pretty good. French accent as the Dauphin, which is oh, it's so bad for for those that don't really know. Dauphin is like the term given to the, the prince, s- the, the prince of France, the son, prince yeah. of France. Um, and it it's really cool to see, you know, it's a king who gets crowned as like a teenager, really young. Who's a party he's, boy? Who's a party boy, and he's reluctant. He doesn't really want to be king. So he's like Jon Snow, kinda, kinda. It, and he he is thrust into this role, and then he's like, "Well, shit, I guess I got to do this stuff but now." But it's, it's also cool where you think you know what's going on in the story, and then at the end you you figure out it, you don't. Yeah, is it's it's very is very good. It's Fun good. fact: Henry V is based off of Party Boy from Jackass. So uh, <laughs> that character is traditionally from really? Jackass. Yeah, yeah I was. True fact. Wow. So. Yeah. so it it's it's interesting. It is really good. I love historical stuff. So it was right up my alley. Um, um, it's it's like a two hour five minute run. So it's 
on it's five minutes longer than I want. Okay, so yeah, I I'm somebody five. now like in my 30s who has to watch movies in pieces. Is it something that I can watch in pieces and still have the same effect, or do I need to actually like set yeah, two hours there's, aside to there's, watch it? There's spots where you you can go. Okay, like I can I can stop here and pick okay, it up. Okay, all right. Um, I think I think I watched it in two nights. Okay. Um, so I watched it in in a couple pieces, and and I I thoroughly enjoyed Enjoy. it. You know, it again. Netflix is putting out premium good con- premium content, content. Yeah, good it's, movies, it's good kind of crazy. It's getting better and better every time. Yeah, and I just hope that they're able to sustain it because eventually, at some point, you know, they're going to reach maximum subscribers. They're, they're, they're getting s- close to. They're it. still trying to cover, and like it, it was what an eight billion dollar debt that they had because but they they're fast it. recovering that though. Yeah, but but that that's my only thing is like these are really great and they keep putting out yeah. better and great you know like they're getting Emmys and Oscars well, one thing and and you know like stuff you're like and it's a streaming service like this is like Netflix yeah, they're fast studio. becoming a legit studio yeah yeah they're like becoming one of the I biggest just, some, legit studios they have, one gripe though and one huh. one concern is that they they do it too often they put out too much too quickly and I feel like they're gonna burn themselves out real yep. quick yeah. that, well my here's fear. my theory like, like, with like them there's like a million comedy specials I I feel like that so do you see Amazon Prime is starting to do that too I know yeah, yeah, yeah Spectrum yeah. also but Amazon Prime puts their movies out in the theater first well, and they're then it legit comes movies. To yeah, like they don't do any original content. Well, movies. they do. Um, they do ne- Netflix did that with Annihilation. Well, they, they did. Uh, uh, Amy has a marathon or whatever. They did a lot of small movies. They mm. put them out in theaters. Is that one? And then they'll Oscar put them on Isaac. Amazon Prime. Yeah, they do like limited like runs. Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yeah. That's up for a lot of. Well, Oscars. they do that with uh, Manchester by the Sea. Uh, yeah, that yep, movie that with Oscar up. Isaac and Olivia Wilde. Um, I can, can't remember the name of that movie. Yeah, I can't remember it either. But yeah, all right, Big Dog. What's your number two? Same. Yeah. Yeah, it was the king. Oh, you, you the man. Yeah, that movie man. sounds dope. I, I do, I do really want to watch it. Yeah. So It's I a really good period piece. I've been yeah. wanting to watch it, but my wife's like, nah, it looks too serious. So I have to watch it solo, which makes it less likely. Like Star Wars? Netflix. It's okay. Solo I watched story? it solo. It's good. Yeah, okay. Which is Brian? It. Number two. Which my number two? number two is, and this is really hard because this was my number one till I remembered the movies I watched in 2019. Aladdin. Um, Jojo <laughs> Rabbit. I don't know if you guys watched. Oh it. my gosh, I that want to see that movie, movie so bad, but so I, I can't. So that was that was my number one, man. But the my my number one ended up. I you remember remembered it. it. Yeah, I remember that. Hey, this movie was what changed. Kind of kind of affected me personally. Um, no, Jojo Rabbit is amazing. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Yeah, he is an incredible director. He's an amazing actor. And he's, he's a great hilarious. writer. Uh, yeah, he's, he so he. Not like a regular circle, I believe like a he. Circle adapted a book which became this movie so mm-hmm. he was the writer for it and the director and he's a main actor he plays adolf hitler everybody's favorite person um he is uh it's just misunderstood yeah so. he's misunderstood <laughs> no it's about a kid though whose best friend imaginary friend is adolf hitler and like him growing up in germany and this is given away in the trailer but like he finds a jewish girl living in his like attic and it, helen and frank it is so freaking good, man. And the cast is incredible. Scarlett Johansson. Um, so he's so part of the Hitler Youth, though, right? He's That's part of the Hitler the Youth. And I can't... Oh, man. Sam... Uh, this guy was in Moon. Sam, whatever. I don't I don't know if you guys remember him. 
Okay, everyone, just so you know, Big Dog's about to try some of the oh, uh, I am? scale five hot sauce. Okay. Pa- pass that down here. Um, it doesn't have Scovilles on it, so I don't know how hot it is. Real quick, here. though, does anybody remember who's in, in Moon? Hold on. Who's I'm in what? Who's which, in which the movie? film Moon? Uh, His name's um, Sam, oh, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. So it's Scarlett Johansson, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. It's so the tall guy the who's friends with Iron Ricky Man Gervais. Too. I don't remember that guy's name either. He's He's in Hello Ladies. Stephen Merchant. So there's like this... Huge cast. There's a Rebel Wilson. They're all just like great and funny. And the movie Reek is in it too. Who's the yeah? Reek is in it. He is the um, director. Taiki Waititi. Oh, the guy who yeah, he did. um, Pass that down to Big Dog. He did a lot of like really strange. You do too. Films where it was. uh, You first. But yeah, he no, did, that's, he like that's hunt for the wilder people, and he's friends I love with that like one. Jermaine. I actually never got a chance to watch it. I do want to watch it. It's though. good. He's, he's what really is good. it? It's good. How um, is it? Hold on. How is it? This is a level five hot sauce. Level five. Um, Jojo Rabbit, though. I, for it anybody better, who doesn't have the connections that I have with my no? number one, it better build quick. It is the best movie from 2019. It is the movie where it's like. Hey, if you weren't me, special reserve. Watch this. Everybody okay. I've talked Whoa. to, I said, watch this. The other movie that I'm going to talk about, I loved, and I I tell a lot of people with reservation, like, hey, it's really powerful and impacting, but Jojo not for Rab- everybody. Captain yeah, Marvel. Jojo Rabbit is so wonderful, man. Yep. Like, it is a World War II film where it's both comedy and, and serious. On serious stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. It, uh, I yeah, I I can't speak highly enough of it. Nice. It's yeah, best movie. Of what? All right, Peterson. What's your number two? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now do a chip. Oh my god. No, a, I no, I want him to be able to do Damn. his number two no, and no, get no, a whole. It'll be way better. It'll be way, the sound better. Be way better. Let me do It'll this. Way first. Let me do my number two first. Oh jeez. And do a chip, brah. So for my number two, I got Under the Silver Lake. You guys see this? I did not. Nope. I, I read about it the recently. So this is uh, Andrew Garfield's first post Spider-Man movie. Is he a director or the actor? He's or what? he's the actor in it, and it's about him. Like he meets his girl, and she ends up like she's a she's a porn star, you know. Sweet. So he meets his girl. So is this the story of Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Well, he. Yeah, oh, right? you read my mind. He meets his girl, and <laughs> then she's in Silver Lake, right? She. Nice. Uh oh, what happened? End of the show. We lost it. Something happened. You unplugged my stuff. No, he. It's at the hub, because that's what it hit. Yeah, Butterfingers. There, there I'm good. it is. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So and we're back. So he meets this girl, and Game on. the next day he goes over to see her, and she's gone. And wait, so, what? Yeah, she's gone. Like her apartment's empty, um, and they're they're just gone. So he's trying to figure out like, is was this a hallucination? And there's one guy with really buff arm, and it's Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water. <laughs> so he spins. That's, that was so good. <laughs> so good. So P, uh, Peter Dinklage is in this movie. So he's hey. Peter Dinklage owns a bookstore. Love it. So he spent Andrew Garfield spends the majority of this film trying to figure out is this girl real? Because it it all comes back to this clue he found left behind called, uh, and it says, "Look for me under the Silver Lake." <laughs> so the whole movie, he's trying to solve this girl's murder. But they're so casual about everything in this movie. So there's this part where like he's having a he's having sex with his neighbor, right? Because they're both bored and they they just want to have sex. Hundred year old. Is that what we so do? So it shows him. It, he's, he's sitting there just like thrusting into this girl, and she's not. She's just texting on her phone. He's watching the news <laughs> like it's nothing. 
So Nymphomaniac. Yeah, millennials, yes. right? So he, there's this, but um, just grab my Friday night. He's, he's just bored. Like he's super bored, and that's like the what makes that movie so funny is that he's doing all this out of pure boredom. And uh, there's social this, commentary. I like to have yeah. fun and stay well informed at the same right, time. Right. So, yeah. so I love That's this part true. though. They were so clever and like he wrote this part into the film. He didn't write it, but or he didn't write the film, but he wrote this part in where he's symbolically saying goodbye to the Amazing Spider-Man role. He wakes up on the couch after having like, going on a bin, uh, bender, and he he gets up and he's got. Uh, <laughs> He was masturbating, and he has uh, his hands are sticky. So he gets up Jizz. and he presses he like presses something on the table, and he lifts it up, and there's an Amazing Spider-Man comic stuck to his <laughs> hand. So he's sitting there going like this, try, he's waving his hand, trying to get it off, and then he finally it's he like flings, a web. yeah he flings it into the other room, and he goes, oh, I thought I'd never get rid of that. <laughs> but it's funny because it was the opposite, where he was the worst Spider-Man, and he should have gotten rid of mm, early. I don't know, whoa, whoa, man. Whoa. I like the first one. I like the first Amazing Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire, man. Tobey Maguire. Oh my gosh! Don't even Spider-Man. Bone saw ready. Yeah, I got you for three minutes. Three three minutes of playtime. Hell yeah! Sorry, Under the Silver Lake is actually the original Spider-Man film. Yeah, no, Under the Silver Lake, like it's it's a very weird movie, and I still don't fully understand it. But there's something about the fact that I didn't understand it that makes me want to go back and watch it again. And for that, I think that it's a good film. Mm, all right. All right. If, as long does as that, bone in it, if I that makes totally sense, agree. where'd you get that boyfriend? Or where'd you get that outfit? Did your boyfriend buy it for you? What are you doing up there? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, all Bonesaw references, the number one film of 2019. Oh, God. Rest in peace, Macho Man. Yep. Hold Rest on, what's peace. up? Okay. All right. My uh, my number one is uh, Dolomite is My Name. Oh, that okay. was fun. Okay, I have heard nothing Dude, but great things about that movie. Every single movie you've it, called besides Alita was a Netflix film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I saw other movies at the theaters, but all right. So my other ones, like I was like, oh, like Detective Pikachu – um, the new Star Wars. Um, I'm trying to think what what else did I have? What did I originally text you, Josh? Hold on, I'll go to my text message and I'll I'll look at it. Um, Alita. I had Avengers, Star Wars, uh, Detective Pikachu, Pikachu, and and like Captain Marvel. But I'm like, I completely forgot about the Netflix movies that I watched. And as soon as I looked at what Netflix put out this last year, I was like, oh. These are way better than the movies I had on my list previously. Um, this movie is is funny. It's a comedy bio flick. Um, it's based on. Wait, sorry, which movie are we talking about? Dolomite. Dolomite. Okay. Dolomite is my name. Um, it's based on. It's a depiction of real events that happened. Uh, comedy actor. I can't remember um, his, his real name, but Dolomite is what he went by. Yeah, uh, he's played he was by a, Eddie Murphy. Yep, Eddie Murphy played, is uh, the Netflix guy. The yeah. the name of the guy is uh, Rudy May, Rudy Ray Moore, and yeah. he, he he tried to be a serious actor and he wasn't getting anything, and so he started doing comedy and stand up, and he went by the name Dolomite. And what eventually happens is he makes uh, movies in the seventies, which are called um black exploitation movies is what the term is um black dynamite kind of made fun of those movies yep. yeah yeah and, and so uh, like it, it takes it's his like how he got to be what he was and then the explosion that happened yeah. Of, yeah. of his so career just for the listeners if you guys i mean a lot of people i don't know what the black exploitation era is where they made 
movies, comic books, music that all took advantage of the fact that, you know, black, um, you know, African-American individuals were being taken advantage of and they yeah. were oppressed. So they made I'm going to get too. you, sucker. Yeah. So, I mean, the, uh, Captain America, I'm uh, not Captain America. Black Panther was a saint. was a product of black exploitation. Also. Yeah. And, and, and the, the movie chronicles how he made these movies to like play into the tropes and kind of make fun of the fact and, and make movies for like the African-American audience, like using cultural references and jokes and humor and stuff that he did when he was doing stand up that got him a lot of recognition and got him pretty famous, but mainly within the African-American community. He's like, this is funny stuff. Everybody in the U S needs to know about this. And so it talks, it shows him how he made this first, exploitation movie and all that other stuff yeah. there's it's some a really cool biopic it's a really cool biopic it's funny as heck eddie murphy gets back to his dirty comedy like he's yeah. like if you've seen raw or yeah, well i mean that's what everyone loves so like, much about him is raw like his his 80s stand-up where he's just dirty and, and he goes back to that and i'm like yes this is the eddie murphy i like get rid of like the 90s 2000s Eddie Murphy where he's like family friendly friendly funny yeah Yeah. brush your teeth Um, like Will Smith style other people are in this um, let's see Wesley Snipes is in it Keegan Michael Key's in this Craig Robertson Mike Epps Snoop Dogg Chris Rock Um, there's a couple other actors and actresses you see you're like oh I've seen them in other stuff and they're all freaking hilarious you know they the movie is it was another one of those. I'm like, it it popped up on Netflix. Like, yeah, like they were promoting it on like the the top you know suggested listen because it's like a new release. I'm like, okay, it's Eddie Murphy. I'm gonna give it a shot yeah. and hope and hope it's funny and not stupid well, funny. I think, I think it was his. Um, it was kind of like a feeling out of he because he was trying to get back into stand up. Yep, and I think this was his way of trying to gauge how he was going to do with his. Because he he was uh, he's contracted by Netflix to actually make a raw part two. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have heard. I'm sure he's going to release a yeah. couple uh, comedy specials too on Netflix. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's 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 a funny movie. I was I was watching. Uh, late at night, and I thought I was going to watch it over multiple nights. Yeah. I I finished watching it. I was dying laughing. I love, you know, a movie that can make me laugh. And it, even as a white, you know, American male, you heard it. You heard it. He he racially profiled himself. I racial profiled he was, uh, myself. Racial You're racist white? profile. Well, I'm like half Mexican, but he, you know. uh, if you look at me, white, you're like, hey, you so white. But this He's white Hispanic. You know, so, I I love. Um, cultural humor from outside the U.S. or from different cultural backgrounds because yeah. it gives me a light into their world. Yeah, and honestly, it's some of the funniest shit. Like I, w- I watched a, a stand-up from an Indian guy and he was talking about Indian stuff. Who was and, it? Do you remember from Netflix? I think because yeah. I I've seen so it's many stand-ups. Bad. Yeah. I also saw Three Idiots recently, which was an Indian comedy. If you ever yeah. changed, I was going to say, it. were you hanging out at Josh's uh, don't, house? Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't talk about us that way. Yeah, no, but but like this movie, it it's it's comedy, it's funny, you know, and you know it it was it was so it was so good, it was well done, it was a biopic, and I I went and like I I was watching like the Wikipedia and stuff okay. um, while I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, they, oh, I thought you wanted they some. got. They got a um, they got a lot of stuff 
correct based on like reading the Wikipedia about his life and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, I do hope that this encourages Eddie Murphy to oh, I think so. come back to I the dirty so. side and oh, I, start I, doing his I think cause every, dirty stand up. I think he, he hears the, 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 the calling. It, it people want it. They want yeah. it. They, they've, they've, they've got a taste and now that he's like they're like, Come on. Yep. And I and I think um I think okay. Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle's specials have kind of paved a little way as well, far mo- as most of the big name like Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, Joe Rogan, um, Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. They've so all had Joe a, Rogan supported Bernie Sanders and came out and gave him a oh yeah yeah official well, yeah nice. but he says he's too he's too left to win yeah yeah but, whatever but it is. but whatever uh, but yeah they're they're pushing yeah they're pushing the bounds yes. And I, I think it's really refreshing because I'm tired of all the over the I like that because if you ever hear if you ever hear any of they all have podcasts uh, and they all talk about how awesome it is to do stuff for Netflix because they don't constrain you. You just yep. do what they give you money and say, go do a special. Yep. And make me money. And that's yep. what they do. Yep. They don't give a shit what you say, how you do it, what you yeah. do. So yeah, it was it, it was it was my number one. It, it, it was in like a lot of these other ones, you know, on the Netflix. It was something that. It kind of piqued my interest, and I, I didn't have a lot of expectations. I think that's what's really great about Netflix is that there's not a whole, like, huge promotion wing yeah. that goes behind it. Like, with a lot of the movies that come out in theaters, they're like, we got to promote it. We got to push it. And then they set this expectation, and then you go and you see it. You're kind of like, mm, I don't know. They have so many movies or so many shows and movies they're promoting that I don't think really anything. They, they stick in studio, right? So everything is all... Yep. Internet ads, it's all, um, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you hear yeah. ads on podcasts and radio stations, it's, but it's you don't targeted. see, yeah, you don't see like the bus stops and the, the billboard mm-hmm. signs and things like that. I just hope he goes back to Adventures of Blue Nash and does an Adventures <laughs> of Blue Nash part two, or maybe takes over Chris Rock and does an Osmosis I Jones mean, too. We want to see hey, everybody yeah. wants those him, style of yeah, films. Him yes. and yep. uh, Robert Downey Jr. team up for Dr. Doolittle 3. Yeah, I mean, oh, Ro- Dr. Doolittle, this 2020 version is a hit success. Everybody knows it. Everybody Box loves office it. blowout, yeah. Box office number smash. one yep. um, film in America. Yeah. Everybody wants a Dr. Little 2 starring uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Eddie Murphy. Bring in Eddie Murphy. Okay, All big right, dog, big before dog. you go, it, I can see where it would be hot in large doses. Not even. I think we're talking about a hot sauce I, now. I got, just it, so I got salsa. Listeners can understand. It may, it, it, that didn't even make me sweat. I felt, I felt some tingles oh, in my pants. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, um, he's a basic white boy. Leave him alone. Okay, what, we're on number basic. one Hashtag now, basic. Right? Yeah, we're on yeah, number we're one. one. What's, your number, number one? What's number one? Was Osmosis Jones. Mm. Underrated. Underrated. The only person that could save us from the coronavirus. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, I want to watch that. Okay, I really want to see that. Really want to see that. It's really good. Everything. Okay, Matt Damon and Christian Bale are perfect together. They play the. They have a. They, it's bit. it's a man on man romance. It's film, a right? it's a it's a bit of a bromance, but it's also uh, it's more akin to a regular uh, relationship where there's a lot of ups and downs. There's a give and take. There's um, mm-hmm. it shows. We're talking about cars, right? Not yeah, look, the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We don't care. Don't about cars. Talk about the I'm real romance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just it was just cool to see. You know, it's a true story. Ken Miles, uh, Carol Shelby. Uh, contracted by Ford to pretty much beat Ferrari in 90 days. Yep. At the Le Mans, which they've done for... Uh, Ferrari's been at for decades. Yeah. And so um, it was just cool to see the real-life story play out. I mean, I know I've read about this before, and it's kind of... They've taken a couple of liberties, but um, Christian Bale is phenomenal as Ken Miles. Nice. Uh, he steals the show, pretty much. Um, 
uh, Matt Damon is great as Carol Shelby. He does, he's he's really good. He's funny. He does. He, it's it's really good. Um, but it's pretty much uh, Christian Bale's show. Nice. He, he plays it really good. How it's, many born identity style scenes are in the film? Zero. Yeah. How many people get killed with people. magazines? That's what we want to know. Magazines zero, but people do die. Mm. Oh, that's sad. Racing that's is dangerous. Well, the, Racing is dangerous. The what, especially back then, the guy that not played dangerous. for. One of the, the real Ken guys. Miles really died. Yeah, and the because I remember they did a story on that on Grand Tour. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jeremy Clarkson was talking about. Yeah, him. Ford designed such a shitty car that it broke apart at 150 miles an hour and killed him. Yeah, yep, yep, well, yep. That's that's a sucky. But you're pushing the bounds of, of what was what was possible at the possible, time. Yeah, you're you're doing it's technology. unproven technology. You're cutting edge. It's like you know, like if Elon Musk blew up in his te- in a new Tesla. I mean, it is yep. what it is. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he did. He won. He beat Ferrari. He, he he set all kinds of world records. He was the first American, or no, uh, Carol, I didn't know this when I, before I went in. But Carroll Shelby was the first American to ever win the Le Mans. Really? I think I think he still is wow. the only American to ever win the Le Mans. Wow, wow, that's, um, inti- that's and it's just it's just really cool. There's a lot of history there. I mean, I'm a big car guy. I love race movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was great. Yeah. He loves race yes. movies. It, show, it, it also showed four how, brothers. It, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It also showed how um, these guys who are there, they're there to win the race, and then it, there's these other people, these executives at Ford. They're there to get their name on it. So they want to. They're trying to screw over the little guys as much as they can, just to make themselves look good. It, it was just. It was a really good uh, piece Into of corporate. Yeah, to just hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, the corporate bullshit. hierarchy. Yeah, they even. I mean, even. Uh, Ken Miles, Christian Bale's character, he even says, he goes, Ford doesn't even like guys like us. He goes, because we're the little guy. They want to beat, they don't like anything we are because they think that they know better. Mm. And it was just, it was a really good, it's really good. Yeah. You just got to see it. How long is the movie? It. I feel like something like that could be long because it's I wanna say, I wanna, and it's I an endurance like, race. I don't know for sure. I, th- I want to say like, like a 10 minute two, endurance I wanna race. I want to say like, yeah. like, like 220. Oh, okay, that's Ooh. not too bad. Okay, that's actually not that bad of no, a... and it's and it's quick paced. There's not a lot of downtime. Okay, yeah, because that's the that's the feeling I I for like other like movies that have racing in it. Yeah, first one that comes to mind is Days of Thunder. With Sorry, Tom two Cruise. hours and thirty two minutes. Oh, so it is a decent length, and it is just like it is. It's it's it kind of has that feel of Days of Thunder. Yeah, uh, Days of Thunder is Tom Cruise, not, right? Yeah. yeah, not so much the soundtrack. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the racing feel for sure. Okay. The way cool. they film it, like the, just the way he, the way they go about talking about the specifics of taking a wedge out here, or how to, it was the. There's a lot of sh- gamesmanship in this, and it's a lot of, um, like there's uh, like one, a, like, there's, like, like a there's technical one, aspects of like, racing. I'll give you, it. I'll give you one scene. There's one scene where, um, the Ferrari, Ferrari's uh, car just left the pit, mm-hmm. and uh, Carol Shelby, Matt Damon takes this nut out of a thing, and he like casually, as when no one's looking, like tosses it on the ground in their pit area. And one of the guys for Ferrari looks down and goes, picks it up, and the and the the crew chief, it, that's all in Italian. Yeah, it's like, well, what the hell is that? And they're all arguing, and it's like a, it's like all like it's chaos, and he yeah, just yeah, gamesmanship, yeah. or like he steals their stopwatches. Is it like when Sepulva rips the uh, power coupling off of Anakin's <laughs> pod racer? Not quite, not quite <laughs> that way, not that much gamesmanship, but yeah, <laughs> but it is just, it's a, it's just really good. I yeah. don't, I mean, I like race movies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, cars. But the but go fast. no no. But the Christian Bale's acting though is like. Is I think he's a great perfect. actor in, in a lot of the he's, stuff. He's great in, all, in most everything. Yeah, and and he he'll and you can say what you want. You can say what you want about his methods and how he gets. He's a method actor, but he's not really that. He goes if it, he, he said he goes, he goes if that's how it really was, 
I would have just drove off in the car. I would have never come back. <laughs> True. I would have taken that GT40. When someone said cut, I would have just kept going. I'd taken that GT40 and rode off into the freaking sunset. I would have. Oh, yeah, I would have. Oh. Iconic. There's a scene where he gets Henry Ford II in the car, and he takes him for a spin in the car, and it's it's hilarious. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's so good. Nice. All right, Wangs. All right, Wagner. What's Numero your, uno. What's your number one that bumped JoJo off? Nice. Oh, dang. Uh, so this is one of the only movies I've ever seen twice in a theater besides Gladiator. Uh, really? Yeah. This, it's like it, it's not right going to hit the same for everybody. It's called The Farewell. It's uh, It takes place in China. It is a movie made in America, but it's it's about like, well, I should say it's half made in America. It's, it's from American director. But they're from China originally. It's about uh, a grandmother who is dying of cancer. And in China, it is common to not tell the grandparent that they're dying so hmm. that they don't. Oh, make I them... saw the preview for this movie. It is incredible. Yeah, I, it, looked, I, it looked cute. It's, so, wait, it's the, the person who's um, dying of cancer does not know they're dying. does everybody, not everybody, know they're dying. Everybody but, pretends that they're just fine. Yeah, everybody uh, pretends they're fine. And like they she's pretend gonna have, they're. Like, she's going to have the best day ever. They're pretending that they're there for a wedding. Like, they force somebody to get married so that they all have a reason to visit the grandma who's there. Without telling her she's dying. Yeah, and it's it's about a family who lives in America, and they go back to China to visit um, this their mother or grandmother in this yeah. case. And it's Aquafina, somebody who I didn't really love, but she was in uh, Crazy Rich Asians and... Uh, um, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She makes whatever. the uh, water bottles, right? That's... She's in, uh, what's Ocean's 8? The female oh, I never Ocean's actually 11. saw that one. That yeah, was a hard I saw, pass it was okay, whatever. Um, yeah, but it's it's really funny and it's really touching and moving. I watched it once just with my wife. I watched it once with my parents and my wife. It is a movie where like cultural stuff takes place, but it's it's the music's really powerful. The acting is phenomenal. It's it's really funny. Like whether you live in China or don't. Like it's easy to understand a, a a movie where people don't want someone to pass away, but they also don't want no, someone to know that they're going to pass away, so they don't have a miserable life, mm. and so they're essentially just like lying to that individual by not telling them. But it's just it's oh my goodness, it's both one of the funniest movies I've seen, one of the most depressing movies I've seen. The ending is surprising. Um, it's a movie where like if someone asks like, hey, you want to watch it now? Like I'd be like, sure. I like mm. it. It's an hour and a half. It's a breeze of a film. That's good. And it's uh, it's just a it's a it's a true story um about the director's grandma, mm. and it's it's really powerful and moving. And in my opinion, it's the best movie of twenty nineteen. Um, I think, like I said, if you I lived in China, and my wife is Chinese. If you did not have that connection, I would say Jojo Rabbit's the way to go. But even if if you didn't have that connection, I'd still say just watch it because if you're interested in someone else's story, you'll find something to like about it. There's there's just so much moving human humanity in there where you can see like, hey, people are hurting because someone close to them is dying, but they have to hide it so that person doesn't know that they're like about to die. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's really really funny and really great and just oh man, like the music's incredible. First thing I did was download that soundtrack, and it pairs really well with the scenes. Oh my scene. goodness, yeah, it's 
And Aquafina is somebody who I I did not love. Like I thought she was okay in Crazy Rich Asians. I watched Ocean's, Ocean's Eight. I've never thought anything like really great about her. But she both did a dramatic and comedic role wonderfully, and it's not like overshot. Like it's no Michael Scott style thing. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, it's somebody you can understand who's kind of like, hey, they grew up in America. They're talking with their other family who's from China. They're dealing with this stuff that's culturally you're just like, wow, this is weird. You know, yeah. like the way they deal with it. And it's just, it's touching, man. It's it's touching and moving, and you feel like if you've lost a loved one, like, you know, like, hey, it's tough knowing that you're never going to see that person again. Mm. So I, I, I loved it. It was my favorite movie of 2019. Nice. All right, Peterson. All right, so for my last movie of 2019, my number one was uh, – did you guys see the movie? So it's called They Shall Not Grow Old. Did you guys hear about that? I it's know exactly Peter, what it is. World War One. I've been Peter, wanting to watch it yes, since sir. it came out. Yep, Peter Jackson. So Peter Jackson took a bunch of uh, footage from World War One, news footage, and he restored, not restored it, but he, he gave Colored color it. to it. Yeah. So he, And audio. And audio. That's a lot of the stuff you, you, like, you don't see in newsreels and things like that. So... Personal footage. Yeah, I have never watched a movie that has literally made it feel like my heart has been ripped out of my chest. And this movie, like just sitting there watching this movie, it was it was it was heart wrenching. Like it was it made me feel sad and it made me feel angry and it made me feel like very hopeless. Mm. You know, a lot of these people who so they they show a lot of footage and in this footage you see like people. You see the dead, right? You see people who have had like their insides blown out. You see people like intestines on You've the ground. You see pieces of people. You, you see, see the bad, the worst of war. You see yeah, war. Yeah, you see the things they probably they didn't show in the newsreels. You see like legs and arms hanging from barbed wire and things like that. Different time, right? But can't really pass that on a newspaper. You, yeah. it's just it's sad because a lot of like you you get the commentary, right? He took a bunch of like the audio interviews from like radios and television shows and documentaries. This was an age where propaganda was massive. Right, okay. Because so there wasn't social media. There was that instant flow of information. It right, was all that's, what we tell you. Yeah, that's what I'm getting into is the fact that uh, Britain had sold, like a lot of these guys talk about this, like their country had sold this war to them. Like it was it was a point of national pride. It was like a baseball game. If mm, you, you join yeah. this, let's beat the Jerry's, and they get on there, and they... Well, it's not that. It's well, not that. That's like all those guys, people you you know you know I feel bad for you know you know everybody wanted to go to war together because they thought it was some great right. you know, bonding experience it's, you know, it's right patri- it's patriotic. patriotic yeah they feel like you know I feel like less of a man because I'm not doing my part kind of a thing but then they get over there and they think oh shit this is not what I thought it was this like, traumatic experience yeah. you know it changes people mm-hmm. it's it's a it, it it really it it deromanticizes war yep. it it does yeah. So you find out, like, there's this one line in here that really, like, stuck with me. It was this kid saying, you know, we're sitting in the trenches, and a lot of people say that before you see the end, before your life ends, you see, you you witness it from the beginning, right? You see, like, birth, and you see all the things you've been through, and he goes, I didn't see any of that because I was only 16, and I had not, I haven't, I've never lived. Mm. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, Just because the, uh, the young always fight the wars. Yep. Yeah, and so I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, damn, man, that yeah. is sad. And then, like... You know, the more this movie goes on, you find out you hear a lot of um, like correspondences between like the the people in charge, and you find out that like these guys really knew nothing about what they were getting into. Especially like the people in charge, Scary there was thing. bad information, bad research, and so there's this part where they talk about how um, they went into this war, and there was they 
they had no information on the fact that there was this there was 10 miles of barbed wire between them and the Germans. So it shows them this guy talks about it. he's like, we're trying to trudge over the barbed wire. I see my buddy's arm flies over my head. And like, it's just it's all these things that just sits there and you're like, what it, the heck? Yeah. It, World War One, it birthed many things. Uh, chemical warfare, the tank. Yeah, yeah. Know, all that stuff. I want to say it was and the Lord of the Rings stuff because oh, yes, Tolkin yeah. lived through yeah, it. True. It. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's on uh, HBO. If you guys have that subscription service, I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. But uh, it's one of the I want to say the bloodiest wars or like the most. Uh, mm. I, I know it's it, like one the, of the at the, at the time it was unheard of. That's why they called it the Great War because it's, it was yeah. one the of the most was, tragic wars. Yeah, yeah. It was over the over the some small trivial event, which is how they usually start. Yeah. yeah, but um, it just it was it was they had never seen war on that scale since like mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it has yeah. always been like one one country versus the other. This was multiple countries against each other like teams. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. And and but crazy is that a lot of Europe they they were fighting the war like how the Civil War was where it was trenches and you're fighting and it was a, it was it was a lot of stalemate. I mean the, the, gaining. Gaining like ten feet was considered a victory. Yep, it was it was the most boring yet drawn out slash bloody because you had no choice but to either they would blow the whistle and send you up over the wall, yeah, yep. and you just have to bum rush the enemy and hope you didn't get slaughtered. Which they were, yeah, the Germans were over there, there was zero, mowing you down with machine gun fire. Yeah. There was zero um, like research done on what they were getting into. It, no, they were using they were using old school like. Like like bayonet charge tactics, it was terrible. It felt like it was a lot of assumptions too on what was yeah. around that well, no corner. One, it was all it was a bunch of new technology that they hadn't used in war yet. Yeah. So it was a very it was a big proving ground. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Before we move on to honorable mentions, you guys want to split that last Modelo? Let's, Let's do it. Three of us. Let's all four of us. All four of us split. Nah, you guys got a it. small Modelo. I love it. I can't have beer laying around. It's going to make me completely I've been suspended, I've been, I've been suspended for three days from work just now, so I don't have nowhere to be tomorrow. Did, did you really? What happened? Yeah. Uh, people in the office just fucked a job up and they're laying it on me, so uh, I'm going to look for a new job now. Wait, are you seriously? Yeah. That was what the phone call was. What happened? Uh, They just fucked this job over, signed contracts, made stupid things, said things without fact-checking themselves, and looked like an idiot, and they're probably costing themselves money. And Damn, dude. they expected me to work magic, and I just couldn't do it this time. So they're they're there. The idiot solution is to suspend the guy who knows the most about the job for three days, and then someone else Wait, is going to finish you, the are job. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not joking. It's hilarious. I'm not joking. Well, it's not hilarious. It's really messed up. But that's oh, well, it's it's that's the nature of the game. A lot he knows. of jobs. Yeah, I know. So. That's how it goes. The shit always rolls so, down. So, like, you gotta hell. find, you gotta legitimately find a new job now. Well, I still have a job. I'll go back in three days, but I'm not gonna stay. He's there. suspended yeah. for three I'm days. Suspended. So you're getting in trouble for something. I've been that sat you... at home because I didn't do what they, I couldn't do what they asked. I couldn't yeah. work the magic they asked. So it was impossible to do the job they wanted. Dang, I mean, dude. granted, I I did miss a couple of things, but that was because I'm on a compressed time schedule. Who signs a contract yeah. to do a job this size in? Thirty forty days. That's I I mean we could get way into this. No no, I, no uh, go with your movies. Go yeah sorry yeah all right honorable mentions. Go ahead whoever's got them. All right I got my hold on where did I put it? Um, Welcome honorable can't take a joke. Honorable mention for me is um is Endgame. Um, I, I like that movie a lot. I I enjoyed it. It was it was the punctuation at the more end of the sentence. More than Captain Marvel. <laughs> 
Everybody loves Captain Marvel the most. Or Black Panther? Uh, That's the number one everybody forgot to mention. Captain Marvel. 2018. I know. I was just um, But yeah, no, Endgame was good. It, it put a period and a close on this phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, though she's getting a Black Widow standalone, but yeah. I think that's her last it one. It is yeah. so weird they decide to release that after this movie. No, they're not. They're just grasping at money. It's Disney. It's a prequel. It's just yeah. it's so I mean, weird. a money grab. It's a, it's it, a prequel. It's going to be set end, before end game, all the But events. we're upset that they killed her off in the last movie, and so they're doing this to spoilers, appease spoilers, the fans. Spoilers. Endgame yeah. really is like it was a pop culture movement it was something yep. that we the world not well but i guess the world just technically disney will backtrack will make more money no i know but it just it this is a the culmination of 10 years of films and it's something that people will never forget you yep. know and this is the shit box they gave us <laughs> no i well i mean it i i liked in game i like you didn't like in game Really, I compared thought Endgame was compared to the a early, lot of fun. compared to the earlier Marvel game, Marvel movies. Yeah. I like. I didn't think. Here's it was the that thing, great. though, man. They've they've I feel like done a really consistent job. Take it like, back. Take roll it back to before Disney purchased it, and they and we can talk. When did they purchase it, though? At this point, like I, is that Iron Man one? When did they no, actually? It was, purchase it was it? after the first phase. It's after yeah, phase yeah. one. Oh, after man, the first I Avengers. I couldn't film. even tell you when that is. Like. Oh, I love the first Avengers. The only yeah, that was it before was, Disney. It was right after Other the first the, Avengers. Other than the original film. Iron Man and Winter Soldier, they could all just suck a dick. Yeah. No, it it was good because and Ant Man. I like the Ant Man franchise. It, it put Ant Man one was good. It put an an, an end to the phases. The phase I, one, two, but and I kind of I kind of felt like it was like Game of Thrones where they didn't know how to end it. Yeah, yeah. I still feel like they did a good but job. But they ended like a really it. It was good nonetheless. It was yeah, the it only was, way you could do it. Yeah. It was. It was some. It was somewhat satisfying. You Danny know, it was. Danny Junior said he's yeah. not coming back. So. I was pretty it, satisfied with. Yeah, that. I thought it, it was a lot. Of it fun. wasn't perfect, but it ended well, and I was okay with it. Yeah, and and that's why it was my honorable mention. It was the the capstone of ten years of cinematic universe and yeah, pop pop that open and uh, so try rock you on some water. Yeah, hello, Duggo. Um, but yeah, that's why it was my honorable mention. Um, it wasn't gonna crack my top five. No, you know, but yeah, but I, I I'm did. actually kind of surprised it didn't make anyone's top five. It was a good movie. It was it was good, but I don't think I it feel was. Like we were marveled out. Yeah, yeah I yeah. I think that's the problem is superhero movies. They make so many nowadays. It's hard yeah, to it's it's dime, it's, it's yeah. become a dime a dozen. But yeah, but I did want to throw it out there that you know yeah oversaturated the market. Yep. All right, Big Dog, do you have an honorable mention? I don't. All right. Okay, well, I've got two. Okay, I'm sorry. Take it back. John Wick 3. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, I'm glad you talked about that. John okay. Wick 3 is great. So I how love it. it was, um, it's, John Wick is the franchise that I do not give two shits about the story. All I want to see is Keanu Reeves kicking ass, Action. taking names. Yep. So That's all I care about. I agree with you, kind of, but I also kind of care about the story in terms of like, I just enjoy watching him do whatever the hell he does. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, I don't care about the story, but I still like that there is some stupid through line. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like every ending is enclosed it is like the most badass fun shooting every guy movie that it's exists it's just shoot Barry with dogs bro dude it shoot is up movie. so good it's better than shoot him up way better than shoot him up <laughs> shoot him up way better i'll say no no, no, no. i mean, weird breast milk i have not quite i have not seen any of the john wilk films i've oh, had wow. i own the, so much fun i Excuse bought me? the first one it was like five bucks at target i just i want your man card yeah. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't had time to like. I know if Watch I invest myself in it, I need to watch all three of them. 
They're you they're totally awesome, do that and you can watch it, man. Like they're anything. like a blast to watch. They're they are quick, so much fun. They're quick. They they go by really fast, and it gives you everything awesome. you want and nothing you don't. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I have two honorable. This mentions. is a movie he absolutely um, loved, by the way. Uh yeah, I'll talk about that one. Hobbs first and Shaw. Then. I guess Hobbs and Shaw is my one honorable mention out of for the two. worst. It sucks, man. So did anyone else that watch awesome. that? Like, nope. I did. It's, I. That movie took so I remember I told you I have it takes me several nights to watch movies. Yeah. It took me five nights to get through that. That movie is bad. Like it was even without all the extended stuff, it was like it comes from one of my favorite franchises, the Fast and Furious franchise, and it ruins it. It should just be a fun, dumb, buddy cop film with Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson, and instead becomes like this two and a half hour mess that's not fun has very few actually funny jokes, and it's two dudes just essentially joking about each other's dick sizes that it's it's not funny. You should have just called it Two Dudes. Well, it, it should have been called Two this, Dudes, the worst movie ever. That is like, one of my biggest issues with the film is that like for the first dudes. 30 minutes, and it a tape was... measure. Right. <laughs> tape for the first 30 minutes, it was funny. I'm like, this is this is funny. The film's aware of itself. This is the, great. The dialogue the was the good. But until you watch... You get to the part, like, later. for example, when they're on the plane... The yeah, jokes just keep on joking. Worst. Like it's like, okay, it's stop. I get thing. it. It's funny. You don't need to go on for another five minutes. They're it's beating the dead horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they but, dead horse. But was it worse than Baywatch? I mm, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Oh. Maybe because oh. I had to be at a theater to watch it, I felt like it was worse oh. than Baywatch. You paid for if that. I watched them both, it wouldn't have been as bad if I watched them both at home. Baywatch was bad. Watch Hobbs and Shaw at home. A real. I want to see Black Superman. A real honorable mention, though. Speaking of They Shall Not Grow Old, 1917. Ooh. Came out technically at the Ooh. end of okay. 2019. You saw it, right? I watched, so I watched I'm, it. I'm seeing, I'm seeing I'm it on really Monday. I'm really curious. How did you, what did you think of the filming, the, the continuous shot? Oh, that. Um, so, one, I, I actually honestly think they snuck some like cuts in there. Yeah. But overall, it feels like a, a single well, shot. Well, because it's, it it's all motion. Did it's you, all done in one you, motion, yeah, right? Yeah, was it, was but it, I, I think they cut. Good? Was the flow of the movie really cool? Really no, the good. flow of the movie is great, and it was a beautiful film. I almost put it in my top five. Like I really, really do love it and enjoy it, but it is a very good war film. I still don't think it's better than uh, Saving Private Ryan, which is my favorite war, like my favorite mm. world war film of all time. I think it's really beautiful. It's hard to beat that beach yeah. scene. Honestly, you'd have to be ridiculous. Well, even no, just no, the no. beach scene, you scene. think about the end scene, too, in the town. Like, there's yeah, so many good scenes yeah, in St. Private yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, 1917 is a very, very beautiful film, but I just, it didn't impact me at all. It's powerful in terms of, like, hey, it shows how just awful war is like literally it's like shows like but it also i thought it had a well i didn't see it but yeah. from the what i saw it thought it looked like it had really great scale like they have to travel these enormous distances so it's across not Europe. it's not that far no no it's not on all. foot though oh uh, no it's it's not that far um it is it is a decent distance that they travel but it would be essentially a distance between two two or three real cities in orange county so okay, it I want is, you to run from here to yes, San Diego. No, no, it's not San Diego. Die. It's like from from where we are, which is Middle Orange okay, County, to like Long maybe Beach. South run to the Orange beach County. From here. Yeah, it, it is. It's a, it's a big distance, and there is a lot of stuff covered in there. But it's it's not um, it's not epic. I want to be honest. Like yeah. it, there are moments that feel epic, but the yeah, scale it, is it, is very tight. It, okay. it kind of portrayed itself as being epic. Yeah, when you watch it, you realize like. Does it feel like Dunkirk? Hey, yeah, I was gonna say, was it? Is it like Dunkirk? It's a lot like Dunkirk. Okay. I okay. love Dunkirk, and it is a lot like Dunkirk. 
it is a movie where like you feel like hey there could be more to this film they chose to take it this really intimate route and that's mm-hmm. what they wanted to do and it's really beautiful and the stuff they show is really affecting but after dunkirk it feels really hard to be like wow there's nothing else good like mm-hmm. my buddy who loves it his favorite thing was like it's not a cgi superhero film that was honestly like <laughs> i talked with him about it recently yeah, He's yeah, like, i mean you don't get a lot of those these days okay Continue, sorry. Yeah, I was just about to say that was his favorite thing about it, is like, hey, there's not many big scale war films, but truthfully, the scale is actually pretty small because it's mainly about one to two people. Huh? I have another one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you can go ahead then. That was it. Uh, Nineteen Seventeen is good. You guys should watch it. Let me. Let me. Can I do mine real you go, quick? Yeah. Okay. This is an honorable mention, but it's not really an honorable mention. I liked. Oh. I just want to fish for so thoughts on this. Hobbs and Shaw. I watched, so I, all year I was crazy excited to watch Godzilla King of Monsters. Oh. And I watched it and I was your first mistake. so disappointed. Yep. I stick to the original. I've been meaning it, to watch it on HBO. It's but a it movie it about like stupid people doing stupid things. I heard it. Okay, uh, I real heard it was quick. kind of like an eco-warrior kind of movie. It, it was an eco-warrior is movie. Is it worse than the Godzilla that came out four Matthew years Broderick. ago? Matthew no, no, not, not you Matthew Broderick. The, I'm okay. talking about the the first one? The, the, Cranston, the Brian Cranston. The Gareth, yeah, the Gareth Edwards I films. Like, like I thought it's, it's, it's felt, whatever. It, felt it, more... it was it was okay. It was yeah. one of those movies where I could sit back and watch it. it like, felt like a giant monster movie. Yeah, I, it was, I, but it still wasn't a I didn't great ex- film. I didn't expect anything. I was just Pacific, I, you don't go to Pacific Rim looking for the story. I I don't know, but I like Pacific Rim more than I liked that movie. Like that movie wasn't bad. I just. Outside of the Halo drop and a few other scenes like that, Halo Godzilla. That cool. Yeah, that was cool. It reminded yeah. me of Halo. But that, a couple of scenes were like cool, but otherwise I felt like, I, I think I fell asleep. I didn't, movie, here's honestly. the thing. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I had to yeah. watch it twice because the, when I saw it in theaters, I was more interested in the score of the Kings game. Uh. <laughs> but, um, we're it, talking about the recent one, right? Not no, no, the no. One sorry. Got the first Gareth Edwards film. Oh, okay. Um, but it, other than that, like it, it entertained me. Okay. There wasn't anything I walked out saying, Oh, that was freaking so stupid. Now, that didn't make any sense. Now modern, now God's modern like, Godzilla King of Monsters. It was, it was literally a movie about stupid people doing stupid things. And you get to the point where like the, the girl goes, so it's about the, the Titans, right? So you, yeah, ha- you I, have your I Mothra dug, and your, I dug the hollow earth theory. I hated the fact that they were like, like in Godzilla's corner, like he, yeah. like he was their friend. Oh wait, so people are like with Godzilla. They're with Godzilla, yes. like he even though he's, he's hurting them, he doesn't harm the humans, no. even though they're constantly trying to blow him up. But here's the thing: the girl goes, "Well, we have these titans, you know, and they were protectors of the earth. And back when the earth had no people on it, I don't like that. They were like meant to keep the earth in check." And she goes, "I'm gonna go around. And I'm gonna release all of them." And then that ends oh, so up a like bad not chick. Yeah, and then you find out like moth, not Mothra, but the uh, the dragon thing is Ghidorah. is like Ghidorah is from space. Moth he's dragon. an alien. Yeah, he's an alien, and then Dread the the bro. monsters are all like siding with him, and it's like I could have told you all this before we started. They brag about the this whole thing, and it, it's like it just doesn't make any sense. Like why you, the movie all exists because these people were doing were stupid. That's it. Mm. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a great film. And they, there's no point in having humans in the movie because it just there's their I story. I thought they wrecked the world because in the trailer it was like 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 you like the United States was this giant like lightning storm that was getting destroyed like DC was being destroyed. Yeah, the like what was the point of the this monsters? Movie? The monsters wrecked the movie. The humans. How do you? How they do don't you even have a story. This? The whole movie, you don't care about the humans at all. 
so weird. So like I was yeah. just I was hoping I just wanted to see a fun movie and like yeah. I thought Godzilla was going and you, to be and my they ruined it with humans. Yeah, well I thought Godzilla King of Monsters would be my fun movie of 2019 and it just wasn't. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, one What's movie that one? I thought was going to be in someone's top 5 ended up being not but also not surprising was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, uh, I, I wanted to love that. I, I did too, and it was kind of boring. I'm the guy who loves Hateful Eight. It, like okay, a movie okay. that is slow in a stage play, okay. I love Once Hateful Upon a Time in Hollywood. The, but the ending of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was good. Brad, Brad was good. Okay, in the in the house, it was, that was funny. That was, but the movie was the movie goes like, like this in tome. Yeah, it goes it, up and down. It's yes. a movie where people choose scenery, and it's like, wow, you know, that's really you know, good dialogue, but, you know but nothing's happening. Is yeah. it was the king? In L.A. in the seventies, it mm. was a period piece about yeah. Hollywood in the seventies. About uh, what about this? No, an actor in between it was, generations. It was American Gangster, but about white people. Yeah. Here's the thing: I I I love Quentin that Tarantino was a films. Movie, by the way, I I I my favorite, probably one of my favorite movies of all time, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, great! One mm. of my favorite movies, maybe not of all time, but a really great movie, uh, Django Unchained. Mm. I even love Hateful Eight. I yeah, I would good. stand by that movie. This movie to me, man, like it was cool, like but it was dogs. like I just felt like it was like, hey, some stuff happens, occasionally stuff doesn't. Acting's amazing. No, no, exactly. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, incredible, like mind blowing. Like the scene where he's thinking about fucking up Bruce Lee about what yeah, happened, and then and then, that and then, scene's and then great. it pans back to him on the roof. Dude, the the whole the Bruce Lee thing felt so incredibly racist to me. It's, to me, the biggest problems that the movie had is it just didn't really have a focus. Bruce like Lee. it kind of just had a a setting. Yeah, mm. yeah. But that Bruce Lee scene, it was fun. Not like real, though. the scene where he goes to the ranch. It there were moments in the film that you're like, hey, this is cool. I, you know what I do like about um, Tarantino movies? Is yeah, I love how he does a twist on history. Like Glo- yeah. Glorious Bastards. When, when what's his oh, name? Oh, when they kill Hitler. When they kill Hitler. That's oh my goodness, great. that scene. So funny. That movie holds up so well. In, you could watch it today. I've watched but, that movie almost every year, and I love but it. But the every same time. thing about this one, like the yeah. whole Manson thing at the end. Yeah. That was good too. That was a good. Dude, when, was, the, when he sticks the, the sh- dog on her, like that's that was great. Really great. Yeah. It was good. The, and I I love I like that scene a lot. I just feel like the movie as a whole, like and as a whole, I just was like, man, come Boring. on, dude. As a whole. As a whole? Oh, yeah. for denial. Daniel? Like Hateful Eight, dude, is crazy long, but there's those moments there's when a- he builds them up. But there's you're a- like. But there's action like you don't yeah. expect to, like yeah. half, the, half the cast to die in the fr- in like the next five minutes. Yeah, it you is. You really get that in in uh, yeah. Month Behind Hollywood. Yeah, it just all happens at the very end. There's some interesting stuff. I, I like, like the movie. You, I just like, haven't wanted to where you're like, watching. You ever, like, if it, I mean, sorry, if you watch the movie, like, uh, think about Brad Pitt looking over the script. Yeah. What do you think he thought about his dialogue? I don't know, man, because he, he, had, he a had a like, weird weirdest... character. He played it really well, though. He played it great, but it was like the weirdest. He like had no significant lines. Yeah, he's that the... man. Quentin Tarantino is a strange dude, and his movies overall well, like are really a, it was incredible. It supposed to be about DiCaprio, but it ended yeah. up being more about Brad Pitt. Pitt. Brad yeah. Pitt yeah, I. Like I said, he has phenomenal talent. I thought the movie was good. The cast was amazing. Margot Robbie, who I thought didn't even need to be in the movie. At all. So a lot of people were upset because, ah, whatever, man. We could talk about this movie all night. It's one of those movies where it's like weird, where it's like, I don't love it, but at the same time, it's... I don't hate it. It's it's a movie that kind of let me down because I've loved the last, I don't know, five movies he's done. The only movie I didn't like that he's done at all in the last, like, ten years was that stupid Death Race or... 
Well, that Whatever. was terrible with Kurt Russell. Yeah, that what, that's the only movie he's done that I don't like. Anyways, I, don't, we should, I don't think he counts that as one of his, his, his um, eight films or ten films. Right? That he does count it. Yeah, so this is this is film nine. So he's got one more. more or maybe this film. No, this is film nine because Hateful Eight is film eight. You know, before we wrap up, there are a lot of movies from 2019 I still want to watch. Like I, Four vs. Ferrari story. just came out. Marriage Story. Irishman. Um, Irishman. The Irishman is great. Oh, dude, it is so I good. Loved, I loved so, the, the de-aging stuff. It, was I, it almost made my top five. It's incredible. Yeah. Kevin Smith's uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot finally came out on digital, so I, I still want to watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's still a lot of movies from t- 2019 that I want to catch up on. So. Four vs. Four, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. I do want to watch it. Um, all right, guys, any closing thoughts here? Looking forward to the movies this year. Yeah. I know, 2020. Yeah, 2020. Curious about 2020. So, nothing, I mean, honestly, everything I watched in 2019 was surprised. There's so not, we'll not, yeah, there's nothing been announced so far that I'm, I'm like super stoked about. Yeah, I want to see The Gentleman for sure. I watched uh, Bad Boys for Life last week. That was okay. I, watched was it? It. I had a lot of beers, so it was good. Better. <laughs> I had a lot of beers in the theater. Okay. That's the only thing that matters. How do you rate it out of the three? I I shut off Bad Boys 1 every time I've tried to watch it. Really? And Bad Boys 2, I only got through about an hour. I'd like to finish Bad Boys 2. Bad, Bad Boys, Boys 1, I have no Bad Boys 2 is okay. I never, see, I never saw the first one. Bad Boys 1 is just slow, dude. It is slow. Bad Boys for Life is like a cheesy buddy cop movie. Yeah. Oh, I like, like Lethal I like Weapon. The other ones yeah. All right, thanks for tuning in to the show. If you want to find back episodes of the show, you can find it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast.com, Podbean, and other great podcasting outlets around the globe. And we're also now available on other great podcasting channels like the Pop Culture Cosmos. Big Dog, if they want to shoot us an email, where do they send it to? Topicocalypse at gmail.com. And purveyor of memes, Brett Cruz, if they want to find us on social media, where do they look? At Topicocalypse at all social medias. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been a pleasure to serve you.